Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you're seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Today's Rich Show podcast is brought to you by Jameson Cask Mates, IPA and Stout Edition. Try them both and get your drinking buddies together with a beer and a shot. Jameson Cask Mates. Rizzuto. 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 The Rizzuto Show. No. What about you? Uh, nothing. You over there? You all right? Um, yeah, yeah I'm right, good. Great. I'm uh, kind of feeling it today. You don't say. <laughs> yeah. I think I had a pretty decent night's sleep. Good. I uh, I didn't weep on my way in, which is a good sign. So good. You know, every every three months we get a report card, basically. They call it the book here in the industry. Every three months, we get the book. <laughs> Report card. That's exactly what it is. It is. It is. Well, we get, a, we get a weekly, and we get... Those are progress reports. Yeah, yeah. Like a <laughs> weekly progress report, and then there's the monthly, and then every three months, there's the big one. Yeah, but the, I mean, you're, you're right. Report card is perfect because you're anticipating it, you're anticipating it, and your parents get it first. Yes, yes. This is the, <laughs> one, this is the one you know it's coming that day, and you wait by the mailbox to intercept it. Before your folks see it. Anybody ever do that? Um, Intercept their no. report card? No, because nope. I, be- I believe they got it at school, at, at a parent-teacher conference. Oh, no, no. They would send ours. And the good thing was, was that where I lived, other kids in the district would get theirs the day before. So I'd know it's coming the next day. Like, oh, you know, Mike got his, so that means mine's coming today. Mm-hmm. So I would 
hurry home, wait for the mail guy to come, and grab that sucker from him. Oh, I'll take that. And then you open it up and you go, oh. This can't be right. I could easily change that F to a B. No problem. And I'd go upstairs to my room at a drawing table and take a pencil, try to change the F to a B. Never worked. Never worked. <laughs> I mean, that's a large difference in, in grade, F to a B. Yes. yes. Nobody was any of the wiser. Yeah, but, oh, no, they were the wiser. If they I, got, I got away with nothing. If I got an F on my report card, I would have thrown up immediately. Yeah, I got a couple of those. Yeah, I, I honestly, I, I think I got a D plus once. And it was a mistake. It was like a, a project that I turned in. Like, they didn't count me as part of the group project. Mm-hmm. And so it was like a zero. So it ended up on my report card as a D plus. And honestly, I I wanted, I started packing my things. Really? I was like, I'm moving. I'm I was, listen, I was an honor roll student. Whoa. Freshman year and sophomore year. And I don't know what happened junior year. <laughs> See, I was, the, I was the opposite way. I was the other way. Can we guess? <laughs> you could try. Yeah, my mom gave me a whole stack of my report cards, and I don't know where I put them. I would just love to bl- to bring them in and just hand them out. Like, here you go. You want? You want? Here's me as a kid. Does it have like teacher this comments? Is, oh, on? Yeah. oh, oh the man, whole thing. you gotta find those. The whole thing. My mother gave them to me. I don't know if I left them at her house or I brought them home, and they're somewhere. But I'm gonna find them. Did you get in trouble a lot in grade school? A lot. Really? A lot. I was the kid. They. They. Um, I had to take the desk out in the hallway a lot for. In high school, did you get a lot of detentions? Uh, no, no. I was suspended a couple times. Okay, so we just skip detention, go straight to suspension. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I was banned from every uh, assembly for one year. Or. Or. <laughs> We're not going to let you with all your classmates. <laughs> We're all in here celebrating and having a good time. <laughs> this isn't for you. I was shooting rubber bands at... Uh, Whoever, I think it was the March of Dimes guy on stage. Oh, oh boy. gosh. <laughs> you know, they do, uh, they do the, um, uh, you know, the, the, the March. I've got to describe it. The March of Dimes people would come to, to every school and talk about, you know, the walks they would do in the community. Uh-huh. And they would show always, always the same video with Dire Straits Walk of Life. You know what song I'm talking about? I do know. I mean, I know Hold the up. song, yeah. You do the walk of life. You don't know that song? Uh, well, yeah. of course I know the song, Woo-hoo. but I don't, I don't know any of this reference, the video, or... Do you know this? Woo-hoo. Well, I, I, I think this is my... Uh, probably my junior year. And sitting in the assembly, and I go, here comes the video. Uh, me and Chris White had taken a whole bunch of rubber bands and we're just, you know, flinging, 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 flinging up on the stage. And here we go, this song. What was your method? Were you two-handed or did you do the gun? It was, it was always the, mon- the, the montage of people walking to this song. Every year, the same damn video. <laughs> I think I yelled it out loud. Here comes the video. Walk of life. Here it is. Even then, you were introing songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then this poor speaker, just a barrage of rubber bands to, to then come from like the 10th row. Like 
there no, there's no way they're going to be able to figure out who's doing this. Yeah, I mean, we were dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just, just dummies. And then we got caught and uh, had to go to the principal's office. And the principal happened to be a good friend of my father's. And his assistant happened to be my mother's sister. So my aunt. So, uh, yeah, I had to sit next to my aunt uh, for the whole year, every assembly. I had to sit there in a chair, literally stare at the wall. (laughs) So anyway, we got our report card yesterday. So this would be the winter ratings. So this would be January, February, and March. And you know when you do okay, and you go, man, I want my parents to see this report card. Yeah. Go ahead. I know it's there. You could open it. And by the way, after changing those Fs to Bs, and it being abundantly clear that I tried to, you know, change things, my mom was like, you are not to open this up before I get home. Even if it comes, you are not to open this up. Because it would come in the little, you know, you tear off the sides and you tear off the three sides and open it up. <laughs> uh-huh. I can't remember how my, yeah. I think we got them at school. I think so too. And then we had to bring them home. Have them signed and bring them back? Yeah. Yeah, that's the way mine You're talking about too. high school? Yeah. Mine was on Slate, but. Mm, yeah. 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 And earlier I think, I think years. We, we, were, we were given our report cards, then we had to bring them to our parents, they had to sign it, and then we had to bring it back in. Yeah, I think that's so. That was right. a here's that your grades, was, here's that your parents. Was elementary school. That elementary was, school think, was a, my my parents got it from school. I think. And we had to get it signed. No, this was like the, it, you know, come, it came printed out, like the perforated sides, and you peeled them back and yeah, opened it up. You could tell them they ran through a machine and had the carbon on the other side. Yeah, I would even go as far as taking a piece of carbon paper and trying to duplicate, duplicate it with the carbon paper. To change the F to a B. And now, I, I don't want to sound like probably what at least one of your parents said, but if you put that much effort into your actual schoolwork. <laughs> I, here was my thing. And, and schooling came pretty easy to me. Elementary school and junior high and the first couple of years of high school. I never had to study. I never studied for anything. I just kind of was able to retain information and wing it. Yeah. You know, I wasn't going home and hitting the books. So then when school became hard, you go, "Uh uh-oh. I don't really have the best of study habits. Mm -hmm. And I like Led Zeppelin. (laughs) So once junior year came, you go, oh, okay. This is this is getting a little more difficult yeah. now. I gotta really buckle down. I'm gonna do it this semester. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> Boy, that semester got away from me, huh? <laughs> Wait, it's the end already? And then the, oh, there's the also, you know, you have to show up to class. That there's way. yeah, that there's helps. attendance that is appreciated well. at times. Anyway, yeah. So uh, the way the, the 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 reason I'm talking about our report card uh, for, for this semester for us is. Uh, once again, I want to thank the original listeners for being, I mean, the, the absolute best. Uh, once again, in every major demographic in this city, uh, we are the number one morning show. That's pretty incredible. Yeah, so thank you guys. Really, wow. really incredible. This is the report card I want the parents to see. Yeah. I ain't forging anything. 
So thank you guys. Yeah. I just, I love how loyal everybody is and how we oh, have best. finally mm-hmm. gotten through to, I would say most of the listeners that if you see us somewhere, come say hello. And you know what I mean? I don't want anybody to ever, ever think that they, God, you're out talking about the show. It's awesome. It's great. It's great. And it's also great to know that we are the only people who are able to say that this morning. That in every major demo, we are the number one rated St. Louis morning show. And it's humbling every time I look at those numbers. Yeah. And I was sitting at my uh, kitchen table yesterday afternoon with my iPad out, kind of going through, going through the stats and kind of really... This is the, these are the numbers I like to study. Now as a more mature adult, hmm. and I really buckle down and do my work, and uh, you know, just going through the numbers and going, "Wow, man, I, I'm, it's unbelievable!" Every time we get that report card, and I'm humbled every time I see those numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I cannot thank you guys enough. I don't take any of it for granted, any of it. And I know we all strive each and every day to come in here and and work hard and do the research to the best of our ability. And just to put an entertaining show on every morning. That's it. Just to take your mind off stuff for a couple hours while you're driving into work or even when you're at work. Or you're at home getting ready for work. Or you're a, a, a police officer patrolling. You got us on when you're on break. Or you're an EMT or you're a fireman. Or you're a, a, a military person overseas getting the podcast. Just for a little piece of home. I think one of my favorite stories is uh, during a, a riot demonstration or something over the last couple of years where police officers were doing 12-hour shifts. And well, that was they, in Ferguson. Yeah, and when they get to take a break for a few minutes, they were listening to the podcast. And I, yeah. I that just I got goosebumps now saying yeah. I just think that's so cool. Just a, a couple hours just to take your mind off things. Hey, here's what's going on. And we're just a bunch of guys at a diner with the newspaper open just, just chatting about stuff. That's it. We don't take ourselves too seriously, do we? I mean, sometimes. But for the most part. <laughs> so I, I thank you guys again. And I'll have the same little speech in three months, hopefully. So that's yeah. it. Uh, in other news, and of course, uh, the one person to send this to me, Jeff Burton, of course. Uh, what are you guys doing on uh, June 2nd? Check your calendars, guys. I think it's a Saturday. That's a Saturday, sure, yeah. June yeah, 2nd. See, Got anything yeah. going on? This is, I mean, you know, we always talk about bonding and team building. Yeah, June 2nd. Maybe out of town, I'm not sure. Well, where are you going? Uh, it's my buddy's uh, bachelor party out Ooh, at the Vegas? Farm. No. Oh, okay. Remember, this is the uh, this is the bachelor party we talked about where have fun at the farm. But guys, two rules: no strippers, no pine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he want to check. Maybe if you want to s- switch it up and and maybe suggest going out to Vegas on June second. You available, Moon? Um, I'm not sure. Why? Well, what's going I on? I know you are. Yeah, I, I think I, I think I may make myself available for this, Scott. I don't know. I don't know if you'd be down with this, but uh, Vegas is playing host city to uh, try to claim a Guinness World Record, uh, world's largest orgy. Okay. <laughs> All right. Perfect so the event Scott. is yeah. June 2nd. A 1,000 people confirmed. 
Okay, a thousand wow. people are confirmed, and this is going to be at the Embassy Suites. Nice, nice place. And um, yeah, a thousand people confirmed, and I think the world record right now is five hundred. So I mean, a thousand, we could easily do this. I mean, that's almost double. The record right now is five hundred, and it's a Japanese record. So guys, we could do this. We beat him in World War Two. Oh, <laughs> right? Wow. So we got this. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna drop the orgy bomb out there at the NBC Suites, oh, man. June second. So I guess this is being put on by a group called um, Sin City Eight. Sin City. Oh, that's you. I, I'm sorry. That is the. I think that's the name of the event, Sin City Eight. Yeah, I'm trying to see who organized this, but uh, to help facilitate the fun, they write, a bunch of amenities are provided. Okay, so there's going to be 22 queen-size beds, which I don't know if that's enough. <laughs> well, you don't know if we're top on top or side to side. or There's going to be uh, designated areas for cuddle, uh, cuddle pillow piles, yoga mats available for use, over 2,000 condoms, which, okay. Lube, baby wipes, tissues, towels, all be there for you. Uh, bottled water, of course. Hydration well, is wipe, always yes. important during Very an orgy. Yep. Uh, breath fresheners. And then roaming supply carts. So I'm imagining just a shopping cart full of whatever you need, just rolling around. I'm, can I read you the description from SinCity8.com or whatever the website is? And also, yeah, before you get to that. There will be orgy monitors and uh, an orgy concierge available. I've applied for both of those positions. That will, quote, patrol in the thick of it and make sure that all participants are comfortable and consensual. Hmm. And if you're worried about being associated with this record, uh, masquerade masks will be provided to conceal identities. And in fact, everyone is encouraged to dress up to create an eyes wide shut type. I was just going to say, this is the scene. They want that. Yeah, and uh, the record is uh, being kept in compliance with official Guinness uh, Guinness World Record regulations. So some guy named Gerald has to show up and go, yeah, okay, one, two, three, four. Oh, okay, no, I, I get it. It's being uh, it's being presented by a group called Menage Life and hosted by Playboy stars and relationship gurus Holly and Michael. Who will also MC the action as it unfolds? <laughs> what? Oh, look at this guy! Steve's over going here. in. Steve's going in. <laughs> oh no, we have an injury. <laughs> oh, that's not an injury. He was born like that. Oh. There's a media inquiries tab. Should, should I ask for some sure. sort of uh, press credentials? Sure. <laughs> uh, Jeff Burton standing in the press box. Press box. Jeff's going to be in the corner with a, with a press badge on and only socks. That's it. <laughs> Excuse me. When you're done there, can I interview you? So that's going to be June 2nd over at the Embassy Suites in Vegas. You got more, Patrico? Uh, yeah, this Sin City thing, this is this is like a, an annual thing. This is not the first time that they've done this. But they're going for the record this year, though. Yeah, they've, they've tried every year, and they have failed. I, th- this- I think this is their year. So it says, every year we join forces with the best groups on the planet to throw the sexiest party in the universe. Join us for our eighth annual takeover of a 100% private, 100% topless Las Vegas resort. 
a thousand plus fun, friendly, freaky people where you will have pool parties, theme nights, slut Olympics, sex workshops, fetish and toy demos, and a dungeon. And then it says, also this year again, we're attempting to break the world record for the largest orgy in human history. Participation is optional. All right. Well, Caleb here is worried on uh, on Twitter, and I- I'm with you on this one. He's saying, what is it going to be, 995 uh, guys and five hideous-looking ladies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what's great about this thing. The I just clicked on the register here. It's free tab. And for the world's largest orgy. All they're asking for is email address, your name, your play partner's name, and in parentheses, is everybody must have a partner to participate, and then the total number in your group. And if you're not sure, just guess, <laughs> and then your cell. So I registered you, Riz. Okay. <laughs> so me and you going together, right? Yeah, I just put two. So you have to bring a partner. Yes. Okay. You can't just show up. No. No exceptions on that. Right, you can't be just a creepster and show up. Unless I get a laminate, I'm signing. I'm signing King Scott up for a, for a media pass. No, he's going to be a, an orgy concierge. Are you guys yes. okay? You guys need anything? Total W your group. Just put whatevs. Yeah. Towel, guys. Fresh towel. Water. Energy. Can I get you some gum? You want some ginseng? Some protein. You are going ginseng eat and a uh, breath saver. You okay? Mm. Hey, you guys, on condoms. All right. Now, I was kind of looking into this. If you ever wanted to plan an orgy. Which those things need to be planned out. You yeah. can't have an unplanned orgy. There are some uh, there are some websites to go to that give you step by step guides on how to successfully plan an orgy. And I'm on one one website, and here's some general safety rules. Okay, if you're if you're planning on having an orgy at some point in the near future, um. Safe sex is a must. Active consent is a must. Avoid gossiping and gossipers. No smartphones or cameras allowed at the orgy. Check them at the door. No hard drugs. Easy on the booze. And then you have to put the guest list together. Like, who are we inviting to our orgy? The trick to a good invite list is balance. you got to balance it out. Um... Make sure your orgy virgin to pro ratio is at least one to three. Oh, my. Not virgin virgin, orgy virgin, like first timers. Right, right. In the first orgy. time doing an orgy, uh-huh. yeah. So it should be one to three, uh, or orgy virgin to pro, okay? Got it. Then you have to send out the invitations. Like, how do you do that? Do we evite? <laughs> do we do a private, like, Facebook event? Like, how do we do that? Then we got, then we have to prepare the party itself. You got to have the condoms. You got to have the lube. They say provide gloves. I don't know why. Hmm. Maybe for picking up everything afterwards. Create a list of rules and etiquette that guests must abide by. Uh, oh, you have to have some comfortable, clean furniture. Music to suit the mood. And then... Snacks. I mean, do we have snacks? Do we have like a bowl of Chex Mix? <laughs> like the puppy chow? No, no, no. I believe it's it, it's, it, it would probably be fruit. Yeah. What are you, oh, skin, yeah. Skinned fruit. We're going to have powdered sugar. Give me a break. That could be fun. What? Yeah, no, like you don't have to take a deep breath. Nobody's, nobody's though, gonna... <laughs> it gets in your throat <laughs> and you start coughing. Listen, nobody's got Cheetos. 
Yeah, nothing with powders. Yeah, nobody's got Cheetos. Yeah, and, no Cheetos. Know. No Cheetos, no Doritos. Yeah. No. There's nothing with with cheese, dust. There's nothing, you know, you're talking skinned fruit. Maybe even there might be a bowl of pretzels. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. S- little Smokies. Without uh, the, you better not be putting barbecue sauce on them. Yeah. yeah then they're worthless. Yeah, I think fruit is the way to go. Maybe some yeah. pineapple, some strawberries, you might some even, cut-up you, fruit. You might even be able to get away with a veggie tray. Oh, crudite? Yeah, you have to have that. I like, think, I mean, I you, you better have some celery, and you better have you some have way over-dry broccoli. <laughs> and then I think you need to call halftime. Like, oh, there's the whistle, halftime, yep. and then kind of break for a meal. Everybody take a break. There's your mistake. What? Because once you break, nobody's going to go back. you got to let it just finish itself out. It'll fizzle out itself? <laughs> yeah, because because if you take that break, now it's after everybody takes a little snack, a little hydration break. Now everybody's looking at each other going, I guess we'll get back into this. <laughs> We're just You're let right. it happen, man. Are you a pro? Yeah. I'm not a pro. <laughs> wow. It sounds like you've given this a little thought, though. Guys, I'd like to put in my two weeks. I've officially accepted a position as an orgy connoisseur connoisseur uh, in, in, in Vegas. <laughs> and I just want to let you know that uh, I will be accepting that position and um, thriving in Sin City. So I'll see you there. <laughs> <laughs> thriving. What a word. You're going to be pushing around the uh, roaming <laughs> supply cart during the uh, record-breaking attempt. I don't know. It just seems too involved. That's not for me. That whole, that whole thing is not. No, that Things is like not this true. need to happen spontaneously. David, no David, I have not DJed any orgies, so I don't <laughs> yeah, know from firsthand experience. <laughs> yeah, no, I am. I am Would available you? though for for summer fall. Would you? Yeah, hell yeah. But the price was right. I don't care. But you your orgy, your setup somebody, has to be right in the middle of it all. If, so, if somebody emailed me and was like, "Hey man, I want you to DJ my orgy." <laughs> and I sent them a quote, and they agreed on the price. Hell yeah, I would do it. I mean, I'm not participating, but I'll DJ the crowd. I, I would be your assistant. Hey, would you? <laughs> would you? Would you not? I mean, that is like a. I, well, I think that's had, a once in have, a lifetime. Nobody chance. touches you, and you didn't have to touch anything. Nobody's you, you mean, touching but me. You'd have to be behind the ones and twos naked the whole time. No, no, no. I'm not being naked. What about just like a Chippendales outfit? <laughs> All right, yeah, then like I'm in. Chris, like Chris if, if, I, if I'm in like, like just a bow tie and dress, pants. dress pants and a bow tie, then I'm in. As long as I get to wear a Phantom of the Opera mask, what if then they were, I'm 100 in. What if they were really specific on the playlist? Like, you, can, can I get something with a beat here? Okay, <laughs> then I'm, I'm in. What are you going to play? I'm telling no, you, no masquerade because it's Patrico Entertainment. What yeah, but it says everybody's wearing a mask, so I mean, I would just participate. Patrico Entertainment. We do orgies. Like you could be the orgy DJ. Yeah. Like you're the go-to. DJ for orgies in and around the St. Louis area. If that is a reputation that that my company builds, then hey. so be it. Because Money's right now, man. right now, yeah, I don't know orgy if the, playlist. And I don't know if the uh, the orgy DJ, if the D Georgie is uh, that market is 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 big in the St. Louis area. So I'll be happy to jump what's, on. What's on the playlist? What's your opener? What's your closer? Uh, I open with Pony, and I close oh, yeah. with Juvenile. Uh, <laughs> no, I close with Let's Stay Together by Al Green. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've had the time of my life. I, I close with We Are Family, just yes. to bring everything back together. Oh, oh, I don't know it's that. Don't Stop Believing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you close with Don't Stop Believing. Uh, what's the Michael Jackson? Don't Stop Till You Get Enough? That's yeah. in there, right? Let's Get or, It On or, is in there. Or Beat It. Mm. I don't know. Is that, that's Bump the and Grind is, is, is there for sure. Nice and Slow by Usher. Oh. You really have thought That's right this. in the middle there. 
That's halftime? That's right in the middle. And then every once in a while, you throw in some some filthy two short songs. Hey, listen, guys, slow if you're thinking about you know, planning an orgy this summer, Patrico Entertainment is there for you. Please. For the right price. Maybe it's uh, after Riz does bowling, Riz does orgies. What do you think? I don't know if I can get down with the get down. No? Man. All right. I don't know if I'm down with that. You've noticed not ever since guy. he became number one, he's gotten soft. You guys notice yeah. that? I mean, <laughs> number two Riz would have gone orgying. <laughs> hey, if number two Riz. If we had an orgy to get to number one, I guess, you know, I'd consider it. Sleep your way to the I top. I would consider it. All right, our phone number, 314-969-DUDE, 314-969-3833. Seriously, though, June 2nd over the NBC Suites. That's a thing. Down. The NBC Suites in Vegas, not here. <laughs> Don't show up. We have time to <laughs> Don't organize show up. our own. Is there, there's got to be an NBC Suites here. Yeah, I think there is. Not here. I'm pretty sure there's a couple here. Are you sure it's there? It keeps saying at Sin City 8, as if that's the venue. I think maybe that's a... I think yeah, Sin City no, 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 is the event. Sin City is like... The event name. SinCityPlay.com is yeah. the event. I can't believe in, uh, Embassy Suites is down. Embassy I'm Suites. sure they're not. No, 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 they, no, 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 no they are. It says a topless em- resort. Em- em- Embassy Suites, they, they do not allow anybody to book that weekend... Unless you are a part of this, oh, okay. So wow. they Sin so City the Play hose down the place. After. Sin City Play buys out the resort. Okay, so that literally makes sense. from top to bottom, okay, they so buy it out. Uh, they bought like rooms. Okay. Every room sense. is bought. Okay, that makes sense. They bought the hotel. They're yeah. probably staffing it. Mm-hmm. Now are they going to wash every comforter after this? They have to. Nope, those duvet covers don't get washed. Oh, don't right. fool yeah. yourself. <laughs> Put it in a corner, and you better be you better be putting the ice bag on the uh, remote. So can sin, you imagine? It's, it's Sin City <laughs> Eight at. The Embassy Suites. All those TVs so like, go on at the here, same here's time. Here's the official so it's release. Like, <laughs> it's Point Fest at the yeah, Hollywood yeah, Casino listen, Theater. Yeah, listen. Here's the here's the on Saturday, June second. Join Get us at, at Sin City Eight. So Sin City Eight, like Point Fest 2018, as Menage Life 1057 The Point attempts to break the world record for the world's largest orgy in human history. They literally rent out the entire hotel for 100 topless fun. Hmm. Hmm. So. Well, all right. Well, we'll be sending a correspondent over. I appreciate that, Scott. (laughs) I'd love to send you out there just to document the event. Single guys, not invited. That's all we need to get a press credential. Oh, it says no unescorted males are allowed at this event. Sorry. However, we will make a few exceptions for respectful single gentlemen to attend with a couple. Contact us here for approval. Oh, so if you have a couple, you and you're. If you got a triangle, yeah. That's, so that that's what, will make an exception. So that's what they're doing to prevent the, the nine hundred ninety nine dudes and one chick. Yeah. <laughs> there was an incident last year, guys. <laughs> uh, cameras in chat room one zero five seven the point dot com slash riz on the socials at r i z z show. Your emails riz show at one zero five seven the point dot com. Jeff, email yes, sir. Right, and you know what? This is Tony. You said that you would DJ an orgy. Of course. For, for the right money. Of course. Would you DJ a fake wedding? And what I say by fake wedding is nobody knows they're not really getting married. That is the subject of this email. This is crazy. This emailer, who is a female, has been asked to be in her friend's wedding. The The people that are quote-unquote getting married have been on and off again for two, three years. They are, they are About a year ago, he asked her to get married. She says, yes, they've been planning the wedding. She gets asked to be in the wedding. Then she finds out they're not actually legally getting married. This is a show 
But the reason why they're not getting married is insurance reasons for the quote-unquote bride. Hmm. She needs to stay on the state's insurance, uh, and if she gets married, then her medicine and everything else will be thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. And you know what? I believe that. Yeah. Okay, so... I 100% believe that. So if she gets married according to the state. Correct. So the the whole issue is... She, th- this couple is is going through the entire wedding ceremony, mm-hmm. but they're not actually really getting married. Okay, I I, I think it's yeah. still a wedding. Though. Yeah, go for it. I think it's still, even though you're not legally getting married. But here's the issue: nobody knows. Everybody thinks they're actually nobody, getting married. It's nobody's business. I, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even take it that far. It's still a well, ceremony. I'm just saying if you have, to. it's still a ceremony celebrating their love and that the fact they're making a commitment to each other. Maybe not in the eyes of the state. Yeah. But why pull the wool over everybody's eyes? There's no. That's what I'm saying. I don't think anybody's pulling wool over anybody's eyes. That's their personal business. I get business. the insurance thing. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying that at all. My whole issue is, hey, man, you guys, I'm getting married. No, I'm not. I'm having a ceremony to celebrate my love so you for this can, other person. So you consider marriage just the strict No, I, you're, my point sense. is you're not telling everybody that you're not legally getting married is what I'm saying. Is it not assumed? I don't know if anybody well, cares. Yeah, does that matter to some people? The, and the whole reason why she even found this out is because they're they're having trouble trying to find somebody to officiate the wedding all the way up until the fact when, that it's not really a wedding. You know, years so, ago when there were states that didn't allow gay marriage, right? there were still gay weddings that were not recognized in the eyes of the state. I, I understand that. But again, my whole point is the people that were at those ceremonies knew that it wasn't a real so, legal so wait, marriage. So what, the, what you're saying is, and just so I get this correct, so Joe and Kelly are getting married, mm-hmm. okay? Technically, they're not officially getting married, but they're in love with each other. They will be together for sure a couple, uh-huh. and they're just having a reception. No, they're having a wedding ceremony. So there is no reception. It's just the ceremony. No, they're doing the but whole thing. But it's not a they're legit. They're doing the whole thing. They're, they're doing a wedding. everything they're doing just like we all wedding, did, only there's not, no legal okay, side. I'm sure, and there's no and issue It's here. not a legal yeah, binding And when thing. you said officially getting married, I'm sure in their eyes they are officially yeah, there, married. There's no issue here at all. I know plenty of people that, that don't even do the wedding that still consider themselves officially married. Right. You know yeah, what I, mean? I don't, I don't just, see anything wrong with this Yeah, I think it's cool. I think they're right. Okay. Which, by the way, Riz, I believe, and I put this in your folder here, I've picked the perfect... End of the orgy DJ song. Oh, yeah. Well, let me see. You really are setting yourself up just in case there's some inquiries. Yeah. This better be good. Because I put you out there as the preeminent orgy DJ in St. Louis. <laughs> so this is this is the one to bring it home? This is it. This like after this the is, song's the over, lights the lights are, are coming up. The lights are coming up. Finish up over there. Oh, no, no. You two over there and include you. Get done. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves you. Get it done. Let's go. Okay. (laughs) Next. (laughs) Not not closing time, huh? (laughs) That would be a good one. Uh, Christy mistakenly said that she thought she heard me saying uh, during emails that I loved the movie A Quiet Place. I guess it was who somebody's name. Nobody saw it. Nobody saw it. Good reviews. No, somebody. Yeah, somebody emailed in and said that they 
They okay. loved it. Yeah, anyway. it certainly wasn't me. Uh, what a what a load of horse nuggets. <laughs> Christy says, first of all, watch your language. Uh, that was the dumbest movie I've ever seen. If you want to go to the show and listen to people chew their popcorn, then this is the movie for you. It doesn't make any sense at all. That's what they're saying here. Don't waste your money. She she was one of the people, and this is what I read reviews online about this, that said as long as you can get past the first 25, 30 minutes of the like truly incredibly awkward silence, mm-hmm. like it is completely silent. So you hear, you know, if somebody in the movie theater, like you're watching a movie, you're watching some action flick, and somebody 10 rows in front of you goes, you don't even hear that. But during this movie, it sounds like this. Like they're in your ear. Because it is completely silent. She probably didn't like Wally either. All right, so I guess I'm not seeing it. (laughs) I can't wait to see this movie. Next. It's still getting great reviews. Yeah, I mean, I can understand. But remember, remember, Wally had no uh, dialogue yeah. for twenty minutes. Yeah, and, and that does that kind of stuff really does bother a lot of people. Hmm. Uh, yesterday we talked about the uh, that R. Lee Ermey's passing. Oh, Monday, yes, yes, or Monday. Sorry about that. This was the guy that was in Full Metal Jacket. Yes, and I uh, made the mistake of calling him a drill sergeant and not a drill instructor. You know what? I saw a couple people on Twitter as you were talking about that. Talking about uh, Arlie Ermy passing, mm-hmm. they're like it's drill instructor, not a drill sergeant. So I, I wouldn't know either. Yeah, I, I had no idea. And uh, a former active duty sergeant here, Patrick Murphy, very much took issue with this, and uh, he says uh, one point of interest was that I made that mistake, and he said uh, uh, that uh, it's the civilian side of me, the Marine Corps, while in boot camp and throughout, you are instructed. Drill instructors is the correct term. You may think this is trivial and insignificant, but it is a title that is a brick and mortar in a house that is built from the ground up. It is a title that is proudly and loudly proclaimed within the core. Being a drill instructor means that you are at the fundamental basics of a machine that functions flawlessly at best that is meant to function that way. My only point, Jeff, that moving forward, I ask that you and all of your professions, uh, all in your profession, understand that there is a difference that you may find trifling, but to us as jarheads, we take it personally. Yes, I can say jarheads. Noted. Him saying that, yeah. Noted. Didn't know. From now on, moving forward, it is drill instructor. And I thank you for your service and your email. Didn't know. Yep. I'm going to plead ignorance on that, and I'm sure Jeff will as well. Absolutely. No disrespect. No disrespect. No, sir. And listen, if he's correcting us, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Next. This is on the uh, extensions for the taxes that we were talking about the other day. Oh, yesterday was tax day, yes. And this is uh, Brett, who is a CPA, works for a large national accounting firm in the St. Louis area. Taxes are due 415 regardless if you file an extension. Well, I mean, not 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 this year. It was 417. Right. Uh, when you file an extension, if you owe, you need to make the appointment by, or I'm sorry, the payment by this year, 417, on what you think your tax liability will be. If you underpay, IRS will impose penalties and interest on the difference. If you pay nothing and end up owing, the IRS will impose penalties and interest on what you owe. Yeah, it's not yeah. like you go, oh, I owe money, so I'm gonna just I'm gonna put it off. Right. Yeah, that that's what I did. I made the mistake saying something a little bit different, thinking that filing an extension meant filing the uh, you know, paying right. later. But yeah. All the, good. Um, 
there was a mistake yesterday actually by the IRS on their website. Their website went down yesterday. We'll have more about this in news. And uh, I believe now you could file your taxes without a penalty uh, up until midnight tonight. Really? So they gave you an extra an extra day to file because of the screw-up yesterday. And, and, you know, I don't know if Brett's listening. Maybe he can answer this. But how come tax day uh, was on a Tuesday? Because the 15th was, was on a, a Saturday. Yeah, it was a weekend. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I understand that. But why wasn't it just on Monday? And nobody wants to do anything on Monday. That, I, that's kind of what I thought. But I just assume, eh, let's just give everybody that Monday to be like. I guess so. Thing. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, one more, Jeff. Yes, sir. This guy is Ty. He loves the show. Been listening for a long time. About four years now. Gotta say it frustrates him to no end when we talk about what the neighbors are quote-unquote allowed to do. I understand not wanting people to rev their engines or something in the middle of the night, he says. But I would never impose my habits on someone else. Uh, That's just asinine. I work a taxing schedule. Should I whine that my neighbors mow their lawns while I'm sleeping? The the gentleman who emailed us about mowing, he's got to mow his lawn at 730 or something. Yeah, Yeah, we weren't talking about imposing anything. We're just saying, as good neighbors, this is what we choose to live by. Let me explain to this gentleman, and I appreciate you listening. What we do here is we talk about stuff. Like, this is life. Like, we all have neighbors. We all live next to somebody. And we're talking about being good neighbors. Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about. That's what we're, we're talking about stuff in front of a lot of people. You're probably having these discussions with just your partner inside your house. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. We're talking about being neighborly. What constitutes being a good neighbor and what constitutes being an awful neighbor. That's what our job is. We talk about things. We're a talk show. Yeah, and, and if I sit there and I say... Oh, you know, as my neighbor, you shouldn't cut the grass at 9.30 or until after 9.30. If you cut your grass at 8.50, I'm not going to come out with a grenade and roll it into your garage, okay? Like, Speak for yourself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just a, 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 in general, we think 9 o'clock is when you should start cutting your grass. And I think largely that's kind of the way everybody thinks, right? That's, not, not, even, that's mean, not even the point I'm trying the to decent make. People. The point I'm trying to make is he, <laughs> said, he says... Well, I'm tired of you guys whining and complaining about your neighbors. We're just talking about the issue. And by the way, somebody last night brought up a great point. He's going to mow his lawn at 730 in the morning with all like the the dew. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you have wet grass in the morning. That's going to be clumpy. Yeah. You're not going to get a great mow at 730. And there's nothing worse than mowing and not getting a great mow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know the clumpiness I'm talking about. Sure. Oh, yeah. You got to wait till that sucker dries out. So even the Earth doesn't Joke's want you, you doing pal. it before 9 a.m. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah, that's Mother Nature telling you. <laughs> Just, who slow your roll there, pal. We're going to dry out first. That's why it's called do. Don't be doing anything right now. That's right. Thank you, Jeff. And thank you. And, and honestly, thank you for your email. Ty. Ty. Which, which, by the way, the reason tax day was on the sixth or the 17th, 17th. is because 15th was a Saturday. And that Monday, there was a holiday unique to Washington, D.C. Oh, okay. Emancipation Day. So. so now you know. All right. It wasn't because people just didn't want to do anything on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that sounded silly. I was like, while I agree, that's the most, yeah, Monday. Yeah, it made sense in my head. And now, here's today's Mattress Direct Team Riz member of the day. All right, today's Team Riz member of the day comes from St. Louis. It's Stephanie Rocha. Yeah. 
proud of you. Uh, Steph works security for a school district, and some days can be very hectic. And she can work like 12-hour days, six days a week some, do, uh, some weeks. And she says, the only piece I get is to drive to work in the morning at 6 a.m. And she says, I turn on the radio, it's already on the point, sip my coffee, listen to the radio show on the hour drive to work and smile, and thank you guys for making my day every day. And we thank you. It's awesome. Thank you, Stephanie Rocha. The Team Riz member of the day gets a super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash team. 1057thepoint. You know, talking about the neighbor stuff. Somebody said we sound like old curmudgeons complaining about the neighbors. Again, that's what we do here. We talk about stuff. The stuff you talk about inside your house with an audience of one, we have an audience of thousands. But we're not, well, I was going to say we're not old curmudgeons. Actually, one of us is, and that'd be Jeff. Thanks, man. Well, I'm just looking at the numbers here. (laughs) The numbers bear it out. The numbers bear it out. (laughs) And really, you start becoming an old person when you're way too young in in my eyes. I'm almost there. According to a new survey, the average age when you start becoming an old person is 41. Wow. 41. And you fully make the transition by age 57. And what are the signs that you're becoming an old person? Which is is supposed to start when you hit 41. And here we go. I mean, forgetting people's names. I agree with you, Alex. All right. Guilty of that. Losing hair. No, I think we're all. Yeah, we, I tell you what. As far as morning shows go, we got pretty decent. Actually, we got some pretty decent, decent hair going. Getting on a here. little light back here, but I'm doing okay for being 62. We've got great morning show <laughs> hair. We got great morning show hair. You're right, Patrico. The Riz Show. We have great morning show hair. I mean, first of all, we got King Scott. I mean, that's. I mean, yeah. That's the best right you, there. You line us up next to every other morning show in the St. Louis area, for sure we win. I mean, they go. They, they take a glance. You know, sometimes you take a glance and you pull out the top three, you do the hand over the head, uh-huh. applause wins. They go like this. No applause needed. You guys yeah. are it. They <laughs> don't compare. Yeah, we do have great hair. You so have the hair. <laughs> uh, feeling stiff. All right. I think as far as your joints go. Oh. Stop it, Jeff. Oh. So that's the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah, talking a lot about your joints and aches. These are all signs you're, you're becoming an old person. It's happening. Groaning when you bend down. Guilty of this, not knowing popular music. That's me. I think you're there with me too, Jeff. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I still, when my 15-year-old gets in the car and goes, hey, can I play some music? And she does, I'm like, what is this? Moon, do you think you're hip it's on It's not the- horrible, I just don't know it. You know what I mean? Would you consider yourself hip on the popular music? You know, I thought I was. And then uh, I was talking to my 17-year-old the other day. And I was at. we were talking about Apple Music and Spotify and... You know, just kind of what she's into and trends. And she gave me the whole like, yeah, you know, that's a bit mainstream for me. I listen to this because it's more underground. And she started hitting me with some artists and I went, oh my God. Yeah, you don't know. You know, the big thing is with mine, and I'm assuming it's all teenagers, is I'll play a song. Because what I do with my girls is they'll play a song for me that I've never heard. This is when we're in the car together. And then I'll play a song for them. We kind of open each other up to each other's music. Hey, have you ever heard this song? Mm -hmm. You know, and then if we like it, we save it. That sort of, it, it really is. And- with me, it's, oh, yeah, yeah. If they've heard that song before, they'll be like, oh, my gosh, that's that's an old song. And it'll be like two years old. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's Isn't an, that old, huge that's an oldie. The, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's something that's always been around. And, dude, I'm, I'm in a band with one of the most pro- proficient and, and big producers 
on the planet right now. So being in the music industry for, for my age, I am way more versed than I would say, you know, my neighbor who's the same age or something. And even then, my 17-year-old just makes it so clear to me that I, I'm, I'm, yeah, you don't two, know I'm two days behind. You don't know anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, misplacing your keys and glasses, okay. Getting uh, hairier eyebrows, more nose hairs, and more ear hairs. That is true. <laughs> ah, here I am. Not lifting heavy things because you're worried about your back. Or consciously lifting from your legs as opposed to your back, right? Or when saying you pick it, something up. When you say it out loud, you go, lift with the legs, lift with I the did legs, that lift with the legs. Over the weekend, I had like a, a box of four uh, one-gallon jugs of water that you know from, from Aldi. And I, I took them out of the back of the car and set them on the ground. And when I went to pick them up, I went, lift with your legs. Yeah, you got down. That's you the got sign. It. Yeah. Because I've felt that pop before. Oh, yeah. and you go. And, and then you're done for four weeks. Here's, uh, you know, here's three weeks of pain yeah. coming up. Pop, pop. Kill me now. Oh. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> it's over. And you know, a couple of them that I've that I've done lately, and, and I try to keep myself in the best shape that I possibly can, is sitting on the bed to put on or take off my shoes. Ah, yeah. As opposed to just standing there and doing it. Yeah, I did that with socks the other day. Yeah. You know, normally I could just lift up my leg and just put the socks on. And yeah. I'm like, I got to take a seat. And then and then the offshoot of that is, you know, you sit down to ta- on the side of your bed and the TV is over here to your left. So you're not staring at the TV. You have to turn your head left to look at the TV. You sit over here, you take your shoes off, and I find myself 30 minutes later still sitting in the same, same spot but staring this way at the TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how long ago did you sit down? And you're just sitting there staring at the TV. Shoes in your hand. Also, the last one here is saying, back in my day. Well, you know, guys, back in my day. Those are all signs of getting old. Mm -hmm. So 41, age 41, it begins. And you're officially an old man at 57. So you got about a year and a half till it's all over. I know. It's the Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. But in my heart, Jeff, I'm young. In my heart, I'm still 23. Make it a good year and a half. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Provel cheese. You guys remember the guy from, what was it, yesterday that drove from Colorado to California and was busted trying to get into Taylor Swift's yard over a wall? Yeah, because he's in love with her, yeah. Uh, he's in his mid-30s. I think it's actually late 30s. Uh, Beverly Hills PD filed for and was granted a temporary firearms restraining order against this guy. His name is Julius Sandrock. They claimed that when they found they got into his car, they found an empty gun holster, live rounds of ammunition, Yikes. latex gloves, black gloves, a knife, and multiple types of masks. So he were up to something. He also had black rope, prescription medication, and paperwork from a psychologist. <laughs> They said that he was arrested attempting to break into his home while wearing the mask and some rubber gloves. Uh, They claim he told officers that he suffers from OCD, bipolar disorder, severe depression, and manic episodes as well. Yeah, they need some help. Yeah, so he definitely needs a little more help. He's on probation in uh, Colorado from, quote, disorderly conduct and discharging a firearm, according to the police. She wasn't home at the time. Right. He, He had plans. Obviously needs to get himself some help, so... Uh, jurors in Bill Cosby's sex assault retrial heard some amazing stuff yesterday from Bill Cosby himself. And he says, well, actually, he told the cops that he couldn't have slept with his accuser, that 
Andrea uh, Constead because he doesn't like sex. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you're free to go. He's being retried on three counts of sexual assault against her. Uh, she says that he drugged her and assaulted her in his home. Gotcha. And I didn't rob the bank. I don't even like money. Oh, <laughs> When she first reported the alleged assault, the cops questioned Cosby at his lawyer's office. This was back in 05. Quote, so you never had sexual intercourse with her. And his reply was never asleep nor awake, which just to have to answer that way. Well, I saw a picture of that woman walking to court the other day. Man, she looks like Brian May from Queen. (laughs) I know the picture you're referring to, and you are correct. Am I right? Yeah. He also said, quote, why, or I'm sorry, they said, why didn't you have sexual intercourse? And Cosby says, because I don't like it. Show Moon. Time out. Wait a minute. Show Moon what I'm talking about. So his whole thing is, why didn't he have sex? Because I don't like sex. I I don't like it. And then he goes on. Is he nuts? Then he goes on to say that while Constan never initiated sex, she was, quote, a willing participant. He's he, got, well, he's got kids. Bill yeah. Cosby had to have sex a couple times. He also he admitted like to it. giving her pills to relax her, saying, quote, uh, he felt comfortable doing that. And he later said that, quote, he, uh, uh, she has a learning disability and that their relationship became work, which is why I was happy when she found the masseuse thing and went back to Canada. Dude, she looks like Brian May, but then when she has glasses on, she looks like Howard Stern. And so, by the way, that's exactly what my hair would look like if I just let it go. Then you're letting it go. <laughs> Do it now. Oh, come on. I've you, seen you throw it out. Yeah, you've yeah, seen, you've seen pictures seen, of that. I've seen pictures of that's exactly what it out. looks like. So he's facing 10 years behind bars on each of the three counts. So I'll see there. It's still completely unreal to me to think that Kanye West would be on Celebrity Family Feud. I just don't know why. Possibly because you never see him having fun. Or at least that out, guy outwardly. Never smiles. You're right. And it's funny you say that because uh, uh, Steve Harvey was on with uh, Ellen yesterday and talked about this whole how this came to be. And that one of the amazing things is that Kanye is a big fan of the show and he actually does smile. Kanye was the best family feud celebrity panelist we've ever had really? on the show. He loves the show. Yes. His people said, Steve. This is the most Kanye has ever smiled. Uh Kanye smiled. When I introduced him, he smiled. When I talked to him at the panel, just tune in and you'll see Kanye smiling. Yeah. He's happy. He was very happy with that. He does not smile a lot. No. Yeah. Kim didn't know nothing. No, really? (laughs) No? And they still said, good answer, good answer? Yeah. Well, their family's a little bit different. Uh, When you don't give a good answer, they go, what did you say? Uh So it was like you were going, okay, you're supposed to say good answer. No, them Kardashians, it's the best episode. In in like in about a month or so, right? Yeah. We're going to get the highest ratings we've ever had. Oh, Oh, so it's on in a month? You sure will. Who do they play? Uh, it's the Kardashians and some of uh, it's it's Kanye, Kim Kardashian, and some of his non-famous relatives. They are they go up against uh, Kim's mom, Kris Jenner, and her sister Chloe, Kylie, and Kendall. And it was originally supposed to be though all of those versus the Hiltons, like oh, Paris Hilton right. and her family, yeah, yeah, and they they pulled out. So what are they doing? Why uh, are they not? Why did they not do the show? All it says is they backed out. I don't know. Uh, Paris is in the United States currently, so... No, nah, it's in France from what I remember. Huh? 
Oh, they... Sorry. I just made a Jeff joke to Jeff, and he didn't get it. Oh, Paris is in America. Very well done. Uh, Gal Gadot is a fantastic Wonder Woman. We can all agree on that, correct? Yeah, I thought yes. she she did well. But the original Wonder Woman, or really what is known as the original Wonder Woman, Linda, Linda Carter, not in that first one, the first Wonder Woman movie, but it looks like she may be in the second one. She was on uh, Megyn Kelly's show. She asked her if she'd be in it, and she says, quote, that's up to the director, Patty Jenkins. I've been talking with her about it, and she's giving some hints about it, but I guess it's up to Warner Brothers. And then Linda basically said, let's do a writing campaign, write letters and call them and tell them that you want oh, the original Wonder Woman on in there. I, I think she was kind of joking around. I did think they dropped the ball on that. Like there is, there is definitely an opportunity for her to be one of the women. That, that she could have been one of the Amazon women. Yeah, like yeah, I mean, there is like definite an opportunity, or like have her be like the wise maid. Or like, yeah, they, they could have shoe like a they den could've, mother could've, kind of situation. Yeah. Shoe yeah. her in somewhere. Yeah, she could have been one of the like a shower the scene women. where it's like, okay, this is what you do after uh, you save the world. This is how you bathe? You have to cleanse. <laughs> I guess it is a little creepy. I mean, look up Linda Connor or Linda Linda Carter. Come on, man, I'm telling you. Uh, DC is having uh, a hard time getting a quote cinematic universe off the ground. One thing uh, reasonably confident is the drawing power of Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, and they're not doing one, but they're doing two movies focusing on her. Uh, not focusing on her, but with her. First one is obviously Suicide Squad two. Second one is a movie called Birds of Prey, based on a comic about a fe- about female superheroes. And this one's kind of going to do the Wonder Woman route as far as having uh, a female director. So you're going to see Boy, more of Harley Quinn if you'd the like. DC comic movies are just getting wrecked in comparison to the Marvel stuff. Yeah. Yeah, destroyed. Destroyed. And, and do you from think, a money standpoint or critics or both everything or everything? Standpoint. Do you think it's because they waited too long? No, it's because, because they're done in a different way. Well, well, my thought process was this. Like, if you look back to the Christopher Nolan Batman series, like, those movies destroyed. They were amazing. But they didn't do anything else besides the Batman yeah, the Marvel movies. movies really weren't big then. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if they would have taken the success of those movies and said, hey... Batman's done fantastic. Now we're going to do this Superman movie. We're going to do this Aquaman movie. And we're going to do this. There's but something they more appealing about the Marvel movies with them. What With it being very tongue-in-cheek. I was going to say, it's the comedy. comedy. And a little lighter than the very dark DC movies. You know, listening to that Business Wars podcast, you know, bringing that up again, Marvel versus DC, they were banking a lot on this Justice League movie. Mm-hmm. Like, they had a lot invested in that Justice League movie. And it, it it did it did well monetarily. It just got savaged as far as ratings go, mm-hmm. and didn't do as well as they thought it would. So it did well, but not like oh man, it's just destroyed. It was not the end all be all. Yeah. Uh, Beyonce's Coachella set on Saturday night made uh, big time headlines. It was a huge production. Obviously, she was there this year as opposed to last year because she was pregnant, and it also broke a record. Her two hour performance was streamed by. 458,000 people on YouTube. Wow. 458,000 people on YouTube. Hmm. Most viewers ever for a single performance since YouTube started streaming uh, Coachella eight years ago. Uh, by the way, my 15-year-old yes, last night said, for my birthday, I want to go to Coachella next year. You better start saving up. Uh, I said, yeah, we can go. She's like, oh, I can't go by myself with some friends. <laughs> probably, probably not. 
Coachella was also the most viewed live festival ever on YouTube with more than 43.1 million views and uh, streams in 232 different countries. There are other festivals that are not only close, but probably better Mm -hmm. than Coachella. I mean, first of all, you don't even know who's playing next year. Right. I think it's a it's it's a cool thing for a teen to do. I think is what she said. You go to Coachella. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I told her, I I you know it's been a million you years. You get a point fest tickets. Yeah, I'll just tell her it's Coachella. <laughs> just blindfold her, put her on the car. Uh, here we are. Brought Coachella to St. Louis for you, honey. Just here we are. Drive in circles for twelve hours. <laughs> we go, we're driving. Out. Go, wow, we made great time. That's ridiculous. Uh, what uh, facial scar were we talking about here, uh, Carrie Underwood? Uh, remember when she uh, said she fell down? She had her, this horrific. Mangled side oh, of her yeah. face and all this other stuff, months. and she, she was in. Well, she finally showed her face on Sunday at the ACM Awards. Uh, that nasty spill happened in November, and um, it doesn't seem like there's anything wrong with her face. No, no, people are like, wow, we don't see any scarring her. I saw nothing. Yeah, well, I mean, she's probably got great makeup artists. Yeah, I would imagine so. I mean, she performed at the ACMs, and uh, people are trying to figure out what's going on. Here's the quote. We're giving Carrie Underwood a standing ovation for coming back after having stitches in her face and looking exactly the same after making a huge, ridiculous deal about it. So brave. Yes, she's very, very brave. That was on Twitter. Also, the hashtag WayTooVain was up there. Somebody else tweeted, is anyone else getting really annoyed by all the poor, pitiful me, vain, unnecessary Carrie Underwood face injury nonsense, or is it just me? Yeah, they were were laying it on pretty thick as far as, oh my God, she... She ruined her face. Yeah. She can't show us. She's going to wear one of those Phantom of the Opera masks. Mm Mm-hmm. And apparently she skipped the red carpet because she was concerned about people. Don't look at me. I, I am not. Don't not look at all. me. Uh, listen, I'm not. I, I don't want to. I don't want to completely tear Carrie Underwood apart. But it's. Oh, I, I think. I think it's ridiculous. I really, truly do. Well, maybe it's not her doing it. Maybe it's. Uh... Oh, she was vocal about. She was embarrassed about how oh, she, she looked. Well, she and... sang a. She sang a song at the. Uh, at the uh, ACMs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why are you shaking your head? Huh. Trigo's shaking his head. I was going to play a little clip from uh, Carrie Underwood's Carrie performance, performance at the ACMs. Here I am, living a dream that I can hold. Here I am on my own. It's great she covered your song. Crushed it. Not what I thought you were going to play. <laughs> yep, I didn't think so either. <laughs> On TV tonight, NBC has uh, the voice for you, everybody. Crabby birthdays, Rose Huntingling Whiteley. Two songs. Oh yeah. What was yeah, the other two one? Songs. This is there my song. <laughs> That's what I was expecting. I feel better now. That she dedicated it to her face injury. Uh, Rose Huntington Whiteley is 31. Uh, Courtney Kardashian, 39. Melissa Joan Hart is 42. Conan is 55. Uh, comedian Jeff Dunham, the ventriloquist guy, he is 56. Uh, he, Eric- he was the uh, he was the first winner. Wasn't he the first winner? No. Oh, I'm thinking of, of somebody. Of America's Got Talent. Yeah, who was? You're thinking of uh, something Fader. Fader. Was, yeah, Ruben What was his Stoddard. name? Look it up. It's something Fader. Wait a second. Are you Terry, Terry Fader. Fader? Dunham wasn't one of those dudes. Jeff Dunham was just a 
comedian that huh. was a ventriloquist. Clay Aiken. My bad. Yes. That, he came in second. Clay Eric, came in second. Second place. Eric Roberts, 62. At today's Burton birthday of the day, he was in Ghostbusters, <laughs> Spaceballs, Little Shop of Horrors, Little Giants, The Flintstones, and the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids franchise. He retired from acting when his wife died so he could focus on being a dad. From all accounts, an awesome dude, Rick Moranis, 65 years too. young. Mm-hmm. Put out yeah. a couple records. Heard nothing but uh, great stuff about it. Yeah, me too. Hey, um, what was the what was the birthday right before that guy? Eric Roberts. How did you not mention best of the best, man? Because it's Eric Roberts. That's the greatest. And as far as the Roberts family goes, I heard he's Emma your favorite. And- and, and Julia. Julia, he is my favorite. That's mm-hmm. a <laughs> doubt. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, is Temptress. And today's birthday girl has been used more times than the hand sanitizer at a germaphobe convention in 235 films, including Secret Agent 69. Welcome to the Cat House. I know who you did last summer. Allison Chained. Dog Tales, Volume 3, and who can forget her unforgettable role in Every Type of Sex That Your Parents Never Taught You About. Okay. Temptress is 41 years old. That is your porno birthday, your crabby birthday, and that is your crap on Celebrities. So let me tell you about something that's going down this weekend, uh, Saturday, the world's largest garage sale at a new location at the Family Arena. 8 a.m. to 1 p.m., brought to you by Goodwill. And they're saying this year's sales looking to be the best one yet. I mean, just so many deals in one place. Whatever you're looking for, I'm sure they got over there. Admission, five bucks. Kids, 12 and under, getting free. And beat the rush. Shop early. 7 a.m. for an extra five bucks. And if you need more details, right there on the homepage, 1057thepoint.com. Let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. Well, you know who did not have a good day yesterday? Our dear Governor Greitens. Oh, boy. And uh, we watched this uh, press conference yesterday, right after the show. Missouri Attorney General Josh Hawley, in this press conference, said that he found evidence that the governor committed felony computer tampering. And he said that his office found evidence that would show probable cause that the governor used a donor list from his charity, which is called the Mission Continues, for personal gain, which is a big-time no-no. And the decision to press charges is now in the hands of the St. Louis uh, Circuit Attorney's Office. And Governor Greitens released a statement after the announcement that said, quote, fortunately for Josh, talking about Josh Hawley, he's better at press conferences than the law. Anyone who has set foot in a Missouri courtroom knows these allegations are ridiculous. Are ridiculous. Josh has turned the evidence he claims to have over to St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner, a liberal prosecutor funded by George Soros, who allegedly uh, suborned per- uh, perjury, falsified documents, and withheld evidence. He says, we will dispense with these false allegations. Meanwhile, a bill that would authorize an investigative committee to introduce articles of impeachment against the governor has been filed. The resolution was filed yesterday by House Minority Leader Gal Beatty, and it would authorize the legislative committee investigating the governor to introduce articles of impeachment against him, quote, upon finding good cause. And to make matters worse for the governor, Republican leaders, people from his own party, in the Missouri House and Senate calling for him to resign. And a statement from Senate President Pro Tem, Ron Richard, called for impeachment proceedings to begin immediately. 
A statement from House leadership said the time for Greitens to resign is now. So your personal opinion, because, again, you know my my political knowledge is not great. Your personal opinion, do you believe that this is the end for Governor Greitens? Ah, yikes. Okay. Well, that says, that speaks leaps and bounds. Yeah, when people from your own party are coming out and going. That is what I thought. Because I I always thought. lost the confidence of everybody. Mm -hmm. I always thought that, that, what's his name, Holly and Greitens were tight. I thought they were, like, they were were boys. Well, Holly's also running for Senate. Against Claire McCaskill, so right. is this a ploy by him to go? Hey, man, I'm I'm all for rooting out corruption. It just is another mark against the governor. Like, well, it's also how much is enough? When, it's also when is enough? Looking enough? at the state, going, look what's going on, in Missouri. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, it's crazy to to see other people that aren't from here, honestly, on Twitter and on Facebook and and all social media, going. It is an issue over there in Missouri. What the hell's going on over there? Yeah, remember a few years ago it was, ooh, you're from Missouri? Ooh, Ferguson. Yeah, now it's, ooh, ooh, what's going on over there in Jeff City? Right, yeah. But guys, we have the arch. It's right down the street. Look, something right big and shiny right yeah. over here. See, look at that. <laughs> There's the the arch. sun is shining down on this upside down you. Uh, let's talk about some progress for a second. Uh, St. Louis County Executive Steve Stenger asking for money to build a sports complex in Hazelwood. You know, that same sports complex that the government out in Chesterfield rejected. And I'm talking about the Powerplex project. It's a $92 million development featuring a dome for indoor sports stuff, including baseball. And it would be built on the site of the St. Louis Outlet Mall. You know, the former Mills, which is just about dead. Oh, you mean Smash and Grab Outlet Mall? Is that what it is now? I mean, it's ridiculous. Remember that one story? It was like noon, and somebody walked into a jewelry store there, smashed a bunch of things, and then ran through the mall to get back to their the car. last time I was out there was for my daughter's birthday party. Remember, we were all on That was the last time I was there, too. Yeah, the, the, sky, the, the, the skating, skating party. party. Yeah, And you walk in that mall, and you go, wow, it yeah. is Well, it it was funny because after that, my wife was like, hey, let's walk around because we had some time to kill. We were doing something else in North County. Let's walk around. And we walked the entire mall and saw eight stores that were open. Boy, that that would be a great movie location for a zombie movie. Mm, I thought you were going to say great to play hide and seek because that would be fun. Oh, yeah. Before they tear it down, because that's inevitable. If they tear that down, I want to run it out and do capture the flag paintball in the Mills Mall. Yeah. That would be really cool. That would be really cool. But they also have to give us clearance, too. If I want to knock out a window, you know, with the butt of my gun, oh, movie style, yeah, like I want to do Like the yeah. real deal. I want to be like, I want to hide in here. We'll call it, <laughs> we'll call it one last hurrah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're going to knock it down anyway. Let's do this. Yeah. Are you, are you into that, like, uh, urban exploration type stuff? Like I mean, the if people I'm allowed that, like to the, be in there, I'm not going to trespass. Right, but like, I, I find it fascinating, and I find myself watching the videos of like, you know, when somebody and and I know this is illegal, guys, but somebody like who broke into Crestwood Mall or who broke into Jamestown Mall. Oh, I saw the then, videos. Like, I love that stuff because I'm like, oh my videos. god, I've been there. Well, and one of the cool things is, is that they're not doing it to do anything bad. It's right. more the coolness of it, and like you said, they're urban exploring. It's it. documenting. I'm, I'm yeah. Like, oh my, yeah, they're not they're not vandalizing. Oh my god, I've been in that famous bar. No, yeah. but. <laughs> If we get permission to vandalize that place with paintball guns. Yeah, man. 
Like in an organized fashion. Sure. They want to make some money. That's what they need to do. Because they have those things in Vegas, like demolition rooms, where they have like an office set up and they give you a bunch of weapons and you take your anger out. For this uh, PowerPlex thing, yesterday, Steve Stanger asked the St. Louis Convention and Visitors Commission to contribute six million bucks towards the project. And they are considering the request. Remember, this was the thing that was supposed to go into Chesterfield. Yeah. Uh, Our buddy Dan Buck. One of the big names behind it. It's a great concept without a home. Unbelievable. Yesterday, they did paintball at Jamestown Mall. Unbelievable. Are you serious? I swear to God. Wacky Warriors Paintball hosted the first annual Abandoned Mall Guns and Hoses event inside of Jamestown Mall, April 17th. Damn it! Yesterday? Yesterday. Are you stealing their idea, Tom? My buddy just texted me and said, dude, they just did that at Jamestown. I saw it on the news. They sure did. You gotta be kidding me. Hmm. You know what? We take it up a notch. Let's do bow and arrows. Yes, to real guns. Yeah. I mean, like real men. Just slow caliber. The event sold out in seconds. Oh, yeah. They should do that up there in the mills. That is so cool. Yeah, I'll get behind that. Yeah, man. Let's do a one that last hurrah fun. out there. Boy, that sounds like a really good time. Can you imagine? Like, all right, so everybody, food court is home base. And then they go, all right. Team A, you go into Sears. Team B, you go into Dillard's. Team C, you go to Famous Bar. Let's go! The flags are hidden somewhere in the in the mall. Wow, and that Mills is huge. Yeah. Massive. Wow. How cool is that? Home base would be where that NASCAR carplex was. Mm-hmm. Dude. Uh, there was a shooting in North City yesterday afternoon, just after 1 o'clock, that involved four county officers. So, yeah, there were county officers in the city. And the officers are part of a nationwide FBI task force called Safe Streets Task Force, and we're on the scene to survey a narcotic search warrant. And that this particular task force works to stop drug and gang activity, and they focus on policing the distribution of heroin and fentanyl, and they were at this house searching um, for fentanyl and serving the search warrant. And they encountered two people in the backyard. At some point, one of the two flashed a weapon, and it was on. Four of the officers discharged their weapons, and a 26-year-old male suspect wounded taken to the hospital. He is in critical but stable condition, and thankfully no officers were hurt. Wow. Scary. And finally, locally here, uh, Six Flags, they're bumping up its wages and employment for this year. And they say they will now pay between 9 bucks and 10 bucks an hour for seasonal positions. And this Saturday, Six Flags holding a job fair for potential new employees from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And by the way, a little bonus, applicant to come out to the job fair, you'll be able to ride Batman. Backwards? What? Backwards? I got season passes this year. Do you really? Yep. I wonder how many times I'm actually going to go. You just got to go, go over to the Hurricane Harbor and chill there, man. You'll be fine. I don't know. My wife got some deal, I guess, with, with the other neighborhood people for family passes. And you have to buy four to get this deal. And they're pretty cheap. Yeah. You know what's a and big goes, deal on that. Twice. She goes, you go twice. It'll pay for itself. Yeah, and, and another but am gra- I going to go twice? Another great thing about that is, is I think it comes with a parking pass, too. Other than that, you pay to park. Yeah, I, I think above and beyond everything else, unless things have changed. I, I give it two or three more years, and I bet we do this. 
my family. Man, it's a long drive for you guys it's to come drive. out there, but, but it's It'll totally super worth long. it. I It'll mean, be super long for us, but I mean, I think it's, because here's the thing, my daughter, I mean, she's not even three, but I, I can see, I could foresee already, she's going to be the one that loves like the rides. Like, because we have to pull her away from the kids' rides at the fairs and stuff, yeah. so. She's too young for it now. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Well, and there is a, there is a sorry tone. There yeah, is good. an area in Six Flags that's made for Looney Tunes. Right? Yeah, oh, it's fantastic. It yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. Yeah. Well, I, my wife will take the kids a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's getting my ass out of the house to mm-hmm. go there. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, during the week. During the week, it's not too bad. Mm-mm. No, it's not. Yeah. What you need to uh, adjust or account for is if it is sunny. That it in again, I haven't been in a couple of years, but it used to be at least blacktop. Oh, like, yeah. not cement, yeah. blacktop. Yeah. So I'm, it bounces sure we'll, right I'm off. Sure we'll be there as a family a bunch of times this year. Somebody on which social obviously media, you're looking forward to. <laughs> so, you know it. Somebody on social media sent uh, sent me a great idea as far as the paintball at like you know they did it at Jamestown and you said let's do it at the mills. Somebody said they should do it at West County Mall like right now. Like just send people in there. <laughs> No. That wouldn't cause chaos. No. That's a very bad idea. That wouldn't cause any chaos at all. Actually, a thriving mall. Leave it alone. (laughs) That wouldn't cause chaos. That that would definitely cause the... uh, When was the last time you were there? West County? Yeah. That would definitely cause the police Are you talking about the one at 270 and and 40, basically? Yeah, I mean, I would Pull in there on a Saturday afternoon and see how long it takes you to find a parking spot. Pretty crowded in there. Oh, yeah. Uh, What... I'm thinking of Chesterfield, wherever the American Doll store is. Oh, that's Chesterfield. Mall. Okay, that then is, my bad. That no, I, I'm dead. not allowed in there, so I don't know if. <laughs> he, you know, he's the, the American American Doll store. Why are you going to bring that up, man? You throw that in my face, all you. It's at least 500 yards. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That mall is a dead mall. Is it really? I haven't been in that one. Chesterfield Mall. Seriously, oh, in quite boys. a while. Uh, ah. It's a shame. You go, ooh, that's. You walk in that place, you go, ooh. That's a Cheesecake lovely. Factory, the V Stock. And that's it, huh? That's a shame. That poor guy rides a little train around there. Mm. Just trying to pick up passengers. Here I am. There's a train? Yeah, a little train that goes, that takes used, you around. They used to do that at Jamestown. I think there's a Lids there. There's a Lids and a candy store. And probably a DQ Orange Julius. There, oh, I think there is. Mm. Damn right, Orange Julius. <laughs> uh, former First Lady Barbara Bush passed away yesterday at the age of 92. And, uh, yeah, we knew this was coming. She was suffering from congestive heart failure and COPD. And had recently, I think the day before, decided to end treatment and just focus on comfort care. Still, the night before her death, her loved ones say she was answering her own calls and drinking bourbon. She survived by her husband of 73 years, President George H.W. Bush, Plus five children, seventeen grandchildren, seven great grandchildren, and a and a brother. In addition to being first lady from nineteen eighty nine to nineteen ninety three, she was the mother of President George W. Bush. Her son Jeb Bush was governor of Florida, and a presidential candidate back in twenty sixteen. She was also a second lady when her husband was Ronald Reagan's vice president from nineteen eighty one to nineteen eighty nine. And over the course of her husband's political career, I mean, she championed several charitable causes. I didn't know they called it second lady. The vice president's wife? Yeah. I didn't know that. First lady, second lady. Her uh, most prominent work was in literacy, 
which included founding the Barbara Bush Foundation for Family Literacy. She also wrote a few books, including a memoir and uh, Millie's book, a behind-the-scenes look at the Bush White House from the perspective of their dog. George W. Bush issued a statement saying, quote, Laura, Barbara, Jenna, and I are sad, but our souls are settled because we know hers was. Barbara Bush was a fabulous first lady and a woman unlike any other who brought levity, love, and literacy to millions. To us, she was so much more. Mom kept us on our toes and kept us laughing until the end. I'm a lucky man that Barbara Bush was my mother. Our family will miss her dearly, and we thank uh, all you for uh, prayers and good wishes. Now you mentioned she has she's uh, has a she's there's still a brother of hers that's alive. Yeah. So I just, she actually had two ones already passed. Uh, this one is 88 years old, lives in New York, and his name is Scott. Scott Bush. Oh, yeah. Scott Pierce. Scott Pierce. It's just okay. Scott uh, Bush. That doesn't uh, again. It's a, it's weird. An 88 year old named Scott. Yeah, there, there just, are not many old. They, they probably call him Scotty too, just because. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, even though President Trump was pretty merciless to Jeb Bush during the 2016 campaign, the White House issued a statement saying, "Quote: Barbara will long uh, be long remembered for her strong devotion to country and family, both of which she served unfailingly well." The president and first lady's thoughts and prayers are with the uh, family and friends of Mrs. Bush. And here's uh, Barbara Bush talking to uh, Larry King back in 94 about her amazing life. I looked and the airplane went into the White House and a lot of things happened. The Pope Arafat met with Rabin. A lot of things happened. And I sat and watched the news. Darling Jessica Tandy died and Hume Cronin. And I thought, you know, I knew every single person or place that was on that television set thanks to George Bush, with the exception of Arafat, and George did meet him this year, but every other person knew me and I knew them. Quite a life. That's an amazing life. Because I always knew that I was lucky and that life had been good to me, but I really remembered again how really good it had been. I love people. I really loved living in the White House, but I don't miss it at all. Don't you miss what you love? No. No, because I got more. We're having the best time you've ever known. Wow, what a great attitude, man. Always be remembered for the pearls. Yeah. I was going to ask, do you have any idea where that came from? Was it just one of those, hey, as I got older, wrinkles, and I want to cover them I up? I don't know. Or? She always had the, like, the double row of uh, pearl necklaces, yeah. uh, yep. uh, uh, pearls around her neck. The pearl necklace. That matched her hair. Mm-hmm. What's funny is, and, and there were so many before her, and there will be so many after, but when I think of First Lady, I think of her. I think of her. I do, too. Mm. Like, when you say to me, the First Lady or, or the President's wife, I immediately think Barbara Bush. And generational thing, I think of Nancy Reagan. I thought you were going to say Martha Washington. <laughs> and I never actually <laughs> met her. Lady Bird Johnson. Okay, Jeff. Thank you. All right, our phone number 314-969-DUDE, 314-969-333. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. On the socials, at R-I-Z-Z show. Later on, going to give away some stuff. Later on, match up with Moon. That's right, we got uh, Wayback Point Fest tickets to give out. We got tickets for the Jack White show coming to Chaffetz on the 25th. Also, tickets for a Monday Night Raw. Which I just found out Brock Lesnar's going to be there. Brock Lesnar, the Brock Lesnar on Pretty Monday. Pretty sweet. That's a Monday over at Scott Trade, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Braun Strowman, and many more. Boy, it's been um, 
it's been, what, almost 10 years since a passenger died in an accident involving uh, one of the um, one of the American commercial airlines. The last time it happened was in 2009. But tragically, that streak ended yesterday. And this is absolutely horrifying. A, a Southwest flight had just taken off from LaGuardia in New York and was headed for Dallas yesterday morning when the left engine blew out and a piece of shrapnel flew off the engine and smashed a hole in one of the windows. And a woman was almost sucked out of the plane. Like the top half of her body was hanging outside the plane. And other passengers had to literally pull her back into the plane and try to save her life. They said there was blood everywhere. And after that, everyone on the plane braced themselves and the pilots were able to get the plane down safely and make an emergency landing in Philly. The woman was rushed to the hospital, but she died yesterday afternoon. And she's been identified as 43-year-old Mama 2 named Jennifer Rorden. And the NTSB is examining the plane to figure out what went wrong. And the pilot's name is Tammy Jo Schultz. And I'm going to play her her call to the tower. And Tammy Jo Schultz used to be a Navy pilot. And it was reported that she was one of the first female F-18 pilots in history. This is one badass woman. This is who you want flying your plane. Listen to how calm she is talking to the tower. Southwest 1380. I understand your emergency. Let me know when you want to go in. Yeah, we have a part of the aircraft missing, so we're going to need to slow down a bit. Southwest 1380. Speed is your discretion. Maintain uh, at any altitude above 3,000 feet. Southwest 1380. Like to turn, start turning inbound. Southwest 1380. Turn, uh, just start turning southbound there. There's a Southwest 737 on a four-mile final. We'll be turning southbound. Start looking for the airport. It's off to your right and slightly behind you there. And uh, altitude is your discretion. Use caution for the uh, downtown areas. Okay, could you have the uh, medical meet us there on the runway as well? We've got uh, injured passengers. Injured passengers, okay. And are you, is your airplane physically on fire? No, it's not on fire, but part of it's missing. They said there's a hole and uh, someone went out. There's a hole and somebody went out. Yikes. And just so calm. You got to be. You got to be. Yep. You can't fly the plane, and uh, there's a hole in my plane. There's a hole in the plane. Yeah, part of the plane is missing. Uh, A passenger named uh, Marty Martinez started live streaming on Facebook while the plane was still in the air. And he talked to local news when the plane landed uh, before they had evacuated everyone. Yeah, he's talking about blood everywhere and just people crying, people thinking the plane was going to crash. What happened was the the engine exploded, and when it exploded, it... It broke a window in row 17, and that window caused all the oxygen out of the And that woman was critically injured and was taken off of the plane, and there was blood everywhere. It felt like it was free falling, going all the way, going, going down. And we were probably like, like going down to like 10, 15 minutes. And of course, everyone's freaking out. Everybody's crying. And of course, I, I had Wi-Fi, and I knew I couldn't get any sort of text messages through. So I, I I jumped on Facebook Live and I thought I was I thought I was like cataloging the last moments of my existence. 
Yeah, crazy. You see any of that? The, yeah, the videos yeah. from the passengers? I did. It's crazy to see somebody have a camera on their face and then they turn the camera and all you see is rows and rows and rows With of those oxygen masks hanging mm-hmm. down. Unbelievable. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't think I could ever fly again if I went through something like that. Unless yeah, I think obviously it? had to. Oh, I think that that would have been it for me. Yeah. That's it. I guess I'm driving yep. everywhere. Oh, you're going to Dublin? Yep. Well, we're driving. Yep. Uh, you'll never believe it, but the IRS uh, screwed a bunch of people on tax day yesterday. How about that? <laughs> How about that? So yesterday morning, as people were scrambling to pay their taxes, the online payment section of the IRS's website crashed. So people couldn't make payments. And at first, the IRS said, Bob, sucks to be you. I mean, they didn't exactly say that, but, you know, in essence, that's what they said. Sucks to be you. Yeah, close enough. If you're late paying your taxes because our site crashed, that's your problem, not ours. But eventually, they walked that back. And they extended the tax deadline to midnight tonight for everyone. No questions asked. So even if, you, even if you happen to forget yesterday, you got a bonus day. God answered your prayers. Oh, my God, I forgot to pay my taxes. Okay, here's oh, a question. Oh, God, this- Lord, heaven. Yeah. Lord in heaven, if you could somehow find it in your, in your ways to give me another day, I promise you I'll go to church every Sunday. <laughs> and stay awake. Here's a dumb question. Yes. There are no dumb questions. No, probably. Uh, what if you miss the deadline? Like, can, is there any other way to file? Like, if I you miss this, fined. so it's fine afterwards. Yeah. I didn't know if it was like a nope, nope, sorry, you're out. No, they'll take your money, but you get right, fined. of course. So okay, yeah, so they take your money, just more of it. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't know what the penalties were. Yeah, fine. Uh, Starbucks has been getting a ton of heat. You know, after that store in Philly called the cops last week on the two black guys who were just waiting for a friend, and sure, the CEO apologized and the. Manager from the store was let go. But now they're taking another major step here. They're actually going to give up serious money. Starbucks announced yesterday that on Tuesday, May 29th, they're going to close all their stores in the U.S. for the afternoon to hold racial bias training for approximately 175,000 employees. So what's that going to cost them based on some, uh, what to say, uh, back of a napkin math? Mm-hmm. Each Starbucks pulls in roughly $1,000 in revenue in an afternoon. So across their 8,200 stores in the U.S., that'll be over $8 million in sales they're giving up to hold the training. Wow. And in a follow-up, the bread company says, we're open. And so does Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> yeah, we're open. Come on over. And we'll accept everybody. Come yeah. on. Come on. By the way, I thought of you uh, last weekend when I was uh, when I was buying coffee. I got that Dunkin' Donuts that just uh, coffee that just says, "You need nothing else. This is all yeah. you need in life." I forget yeah. what it's called, dark roast or darkest roast or something yeah, like that. Coffee it I is awesome. The awesome. Dunkin' Donuts coffee, I love it. <laughs> I get the whole beans. Yeah, see, I've done that before, but it's just a pain in the ass. I grind. To me. I'm a grinder. Yeah, but I don't want to grind like every time I make one. Well, I don't. Gr- I don't grind every time I make. Why not? Because I don't have that time in the morning. It only takes like 10 seconds. What I do is I set up the night before. 
I set the timer on my uh, on my thing. No, I, I I ground up like a week's worth of coffee mm. and so, put it in an airtight container. So yeah. do you, you know, does your like my parents have? I've got I'm a K cup guy. I've got a Keurig thing. But my parents have. It like it's the whole process. Like you put the beans in, it grinds it, and then roast it. Like it's all. Oh, I don't have that. Like you would put the filter in, and then put the ground coffee, oh, yeah, and then yeah, hit yeah. The I set the timer, and it no, it's, it's brewing when I get up. Theirs is you put the beans in, and it grinds it, brews it. There it is. Oh wow, Ooh, wow, that is magical. Dang. Like so when I, my parents hit the button. Are you doing a whole pot? Rich? No, I do. I a don't cup. know what it is. Okay. I don't think I don't think it's all that expensive because it's louder than hell. It sounds like there's construction going on in their kitchen. Mom goes, John, do you want coffee? And he's like, Yeah, I'll take a cup. <laughs> Alberici is I'm in like, there doing gas coffee in there? for you. <laughs> it yeah. sounds like a construction site. It really does. <laughs> no, I, I grind like I, I, you know, I'll grind a week's worth, and I have like a airtight container. I keep it, keep it in there. My coffee machine takes uh, unleaded. <laughs> I mean, it, it honestly sounds like uh, almost like a car's like taken off in the distance because it starts off. You know, she hits the button and it goes. <laughs> I'm trying to make you coffee. And then it'll stop. And then it'll stop for a second. And then it comes back. <laughs> I have a coffee right. press too. Coffee presses are awesome. Talk about a procedure. But oh, the French them. press. Yeah, I love those. I don't. I don't see any need for that. It's, it's just. It's, it's the it's procedure. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's a procedure, but it is completely. It different. makes some strong coffee. It sure does, and that's my jam. And so. it's way less bitter. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Uh, if you like super strong non bitter coffee, but it is a process, then it's for it's you. It's easy. But. I mean, you just gotta you know press it down. I put the thing. I put I put the thing under the thing, and I yeah, close it and hit the button, and it's done. I like some good coffee. Yeah. The process means everything. See, like to me, I don't, and this this is gonna sound dumb, but I think I'm. A lot of people are with me on this. I don't drink coffee for the taste, and I don't drink coffee because I like the way coffee tastes. You don't. I, I drink coffee because I like the energy that coffee gets me. Mm. Like, okay. it's 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 the it's as for now, yeah. it's the only caffeine I drink. Period. That's it. Because I don't drink anything else. Do you think if you found a coffee or a process to make that coffee into better coffee that you would like the taste, or you sure, think sure. overall yeah, you're just sure. not a coffee guy? If you sure. if you had if, if somebody it was worth it there, and, if somebody prepared something for you all right. fancy like, and you tried it and noticed a massive difference, would that change? I'm I'm sure. And I mean, you know what? Have you ever maybe, been in one of those maybe coffee? coffee's going to be well, my we thing went, now. I, I tell you, well, you we go. went to Caldi's. Yeah. That we went was, to the headquarters over that there. That was incredible. And we did the coffee tasting. It was great. Yeah, it was very informative. Yeah, and that was the second time that I that I had done that over at Caldi, and they sort of educate you on exactly how. Oh, it all... I like that. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. man, that was that was eye eye opening for me. All right, one more thing for you, news before we uh, hit the break. And the coolest part of this is it happened by mistake. So a couple of years ago, researchers found an enzyme at a recycling plant in Japan that had evolved to eat plastic and break it down. So the scientists in England decided to study it. And in the process, they accidentally created a mutant version that digests plastic even faster. Plastic bottles can end up in the ocean and float around for hundreds of years. You know, we talked about that big, giant garbage patch in the middle of the Atlantic. I'm sorry, in the middle of the Pacific. That's like three times the size of France. Just floating around there. And they say a lot of it actually came from Japan after the tsunami. Mm Mm-hmm. So plastic bottles are just, you know, floating out there. But the enzyme 
they made starts to break it down within days. And they think there's still room for improvement. So it can happen even faster. Eventually, they think they might be able to use that enzyme to break plastic down into its original components, which could then be used to make new plastic. So it wouldn't need to use fresh oil to make it. And they could potentially use it to clean up the oceans too, which would obviously be a huge development. And if things stayed the way they are now, some experts say we'll have more tons of plastic in the ocean than tons of fish by the year 2050. Damn. Wow. So I think that's pretty cool. That is. It's huge. I think that's pretty cool. And that is your news brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. America runs on Dunkin'. Just after sports. This is a little who's extra for you. A little who's extra. So a woman in Indianapolis brought her pet raccoon to a fire station because it had gotten into somebody's marijuana and she thought it was overdosing. And that is today's headline. <laughs> How is this not today's actual because story? It's more about the chatter between the fire department and the police. Because they're like, what the hell is going They're trying. The police and firemen are trying to figure out what the raccoon is on. Is it meth? Heroin? I mean, l- listen to this. So, the, again, this woman shows up to the firehouse with this overdosing raccoon. Apparently, they have a pet raccoon that got into their mess. Sir, Speedway doesn't have anything, but fire do call across the hall and say that it was a raccoon that overdosed on somebody's heroin. I'm sitting at one of those Speedway firehouses. No pet raccoons are overdosing here. Well, if they show up, you narcanning. Way too weird, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm bored. Oh, I said, way too weird, I'm leaving. <laughs> That's funny. So was it meth, heroin, or weed? It was, it was too much of somebody's pot. And the owners were worried it was overdosing. And not knowing what to do, they brought it to the fire station. <laughs> and uh, the uh, the captain said the raccoon was very lethargic. And ultimately, they said the uh, owner of the, the animal took it home to sleep off the high. <laughs> and they said, quote, we hope that everything worked out for the raccoon. We'd be sad to hear that it didn't. I just got in the stash. Oh, you know, uh, Rocky got in the stash again. <laughs> Rocky. <laughs> so dumb. When you deal with the public, huh? Uh-huh. All right. I'm out of here. You never, knows, you never know who's going to come through that door, huh? <laughs> My raccoon's overdosing. Help me. Somebody help me. All right, here's sports. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. Sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill, all, eleven area locations, all the games, all the time. So, listen, I just want to, I just want to say what almost all major news networks said about the game last night, the Cardinals game. And this is pretty much some variation of this. It was cold up in Chicago, but the red hot Cardinals walked oh, away with oh, the victory. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a hot take. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was everywhere, man. It was ridiculous. But uh, the Cardinals picked up a win at Wrigley, uh, beating the Cubs 5-3. to three. Uh, Paul DeYoung hit his fifth homer of the year. Adam Wainwright got his first win. Two teams back at it this afternoon at Wrigley. First pitch at 120. Luke Weaver gets a start for the Cardinals. So the Cardinals are 10 and 7, I want to say. 9 and 7. 9 and 7. I believe. Eh, maybe 9. Maybe 10 and 7. 10 and 7. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go with 10. All right. Uh, the Cleveland Indians beat the Twins 6-1 last night in the first regular season Major League Baseball game in Puerto Rico since 2010. Cleveland shortstop Francisco Lindor, hit uh, a native of Puerto Rico, hit yeah. a home run, a two-run homer in the fifth inning, and the place erupted. You oh, would have thought. My God. I mean, it was it was crazy. Yeah, I got the audio. This him hitting that home run. Yeah. Gone forever. Have a time. See you later. See you in hell, big boy. I fell for it that time. I was, I was looking forward to hearing the crowd. Tonight is the finale of the two-game series, which was scheduled before Hurricane oh, Maria. Oh, yeah, it is. That was it. There it is. <laughs> Listen to him go wild. Stand up, son. He oh, hit crazy. a home run. <laughs> They're very polite down there. <laughs> they are 10 and 7. 10 and 7. 10 and 7. Game, uh, game out of first place. NHL playoffs last night. Uh, the Washington Capitals, Columbus Blue Jackets, again, went to overtime twice. Double OT. Uh, but Washington got the win. Columbus leads that series two games to one. The Jets beat the Wild two to nothing. The Jets lead that series three games to one. And... The Vegas Golden Knights, they beat the Kings one to nothing. They sweep the Kings and move on to the next round. Dang. Couldn't happen to nicer people with them Kings. It's flurries. Flurries. Mark Andre? Yeah. Correct. Yes. Yep. Uh, Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers is, quote, frustrated because the team's front office didn't consult him about a couple personnel decisions this offseason. So first, the quarterback coach, he left because he wanted to be an offensive coordinator somewhere. And then they also let go of Jordy Nelson, who was Aaron Rodgers. I mean, oh, yeah. those two were one and two. Like, I mean, that was his That's favorite number target. One guy. And Rodgers says he felt completely cut out of the discussions. Now, his contract may play a role in his discontent as well because, listen, he is a guy that is very underpaid for a quarterback. But he also signed a mega deal a few years back. And at the time, he made big money. But now all the other quarterbacks like Derek Carr and all these other guys are getting paid big dollars. Here's the thing, though. And a lot of people are saying Aaron Rodgers might be screwed because they could franchise tag him twice. And then they could renegotiate his contract in 2021, but he'll be 38, which is old. And that'll be an old 38 for him too. He's yeah. gotten he's gotten busted up. A few he's times, gotten banged right? up a couple of yeah. years. So who knows what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers up in Green Bay? Uh, speaking of Green Bay and quarterbacks, so ESPN they tried to go after Peyton Manning for Monday Night Football. He didn't want to do it. So then they were like, "Hey, let's get Brett Favre to do it." So Brett Favre, okay, came out. Did the tryout, even hit up the Twitters, said, listen, had a great meeting with ESPN. Things seem to be going well. ESPN is decided not to use him. Oh, they declined to comment. Must, uh, not been good. But they said that they are no he is no longer in the consideration. Wow. So that means he so he probably did a couple practice runs. Yeah. He yep. didn't do well. So you know who right now is up for consideration? Booger McFarland. And Ooh. that's legit. Booger McFarland. Is that a cartoon character? Nah, he's he's just a, a college football coach, and uh, he he's just one of those guys where he is. You know who? Sorry, he is? Brett. We're gonna go with Booger. You know who he is? Is that a he's, peripheral? Ren he's gonna be the, guy. No, he's yeah. gonna be the guy. He's gonna be the guy that does this. You know, whoever is the the main guy on Monday Night Football, I forget who it is because they're trying to find somebody to fill John Gruden's position. So whoever the main play by play guy, it's gonna is. be Bo- Booger's picks. You know that. Oh. You know that. Oh. 
I know what to yeah. hear that every week. Wait, where have I seen this guy before? Booker McFarland? Yeah. He's the guy that's going to sit there, and when somebody throws a pass, he's going to go, ha, 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 he whooped and wallered him. And you're like, what the Holy hell crap. is whooped and wallered? First of all, if there's a guy named Booger, that's him. This, this is the guy. You know why? Because you ain't messing with this guy. Oh, no, 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 no. You're not, yeah, not going to make fun of his name in front of him. He played Frank Thomas in the in the role of uh, Frank Thomas's life. <laughs> Frank right? Thomas the movie. Yeah. Gee whiz. So it's Booger McFarland? Booger McFarland. Uh, you ain't messing with that guy. You know guy. who else is up for it? From under Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Stinky Fart Jones was also in it, too. So, um, so this, this story's nuts. So Tallahassee police conducted uh, surveillance on Florida State quarterback DeAndre Francois for two months. Two months. Operating on a tip that he was selling marijuana. They raided this dude's trash. They monitored him constantly everywhere he went. They had somebody that would make note of where he went, what time he left, what time he came back. They went through... His trash, and they found a couple blunts, uh, some packaging material. They even found a scale. Turns out, it was his girlfriend. Nothing to do with him. They arrested him for like possession of under an ounce of marijuana, and basically, the Tallahassee Police Department had to come out and say, "Our bad. We were wrong about this guy." Oh, ooh. Now, Florida State. This guy was supposed to start for Florida State. They're investigating things because obviously they don't want any type of drug activity to surround this guy. But I mean, the Tallahassee police came out and said they our were, findings were incorrect. Yeah, Who knows? Finally, here Arizona Coyotes forward Richard Panic. Uh, the season for the Coyotes ended on April eighth, and so he did what a lot of players do: you go to a bar afterwards, you kind of unwind a mm-hmm. little bit. Well, for some reason, he was asked to leave. Sources say that it was because he was overserved. Feeling a little too good. He refused to leave, so police made him leave, and he was arrested. <laughs> he had eight goals and 11 assists in 35 games for the Coyotes. I'm Patrico. That's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. There is Uno Show. Headline hoosh. All right, let's go to Port St. Lucie, Florida. Yeah, Florida. That's right. Shocked. Where a 54-year-old guy named Daryl Lee Campbell was pulled over around 3 o'clock in the morning last Thursday. It was when a cop saw him uh, swerving on the highway in his pick-em-up truck. And when the cop pulled him over, he found that Daryl was only only in his underwear. Okay. Which happened to be, guys, funny novelty boxers that said, Drunk? Breathalyzer test? Blow here, with arrows pointing oh, at his junk. Oh, no. Wow. And that's some quality irony there, since it turned out that Daryl was driving drunk. Although, uh, he refused to take any sobriety test, so he didn't take any breathalyzer test. <laughs> Real or double entendre style. <laughs> Why well, I think it wasn't day one for those underwear either. And the cops think he was probably out looking for hookers, because <laughs> they also found a penis ring, a bunch of condoms, and a pair of binoculars in the front seat. <laughs> You're looking for something. That's binoculars? <laughs> <laughs> what if I was if I was the arresting officer? I'd be like, "All right, go ahead, take your own breathalyzer test." <laughs> I'm waiting. Let's see you do it. Let's go. <laughs> I want to know what the binoculars are for. Thank you. Yeah, is he like to hunt them down from far away first? <laughs> I like to scope them out from yeah. four blocks away. <laughs> so he's facing a uh, misdemeanor DUI charge. Today you go from Port St. Lucie, Florida, Daryl Lee Campbell. You are today's Headline News. Moon, are you ready to bring it? Uh, I think so. I don't... I'm not sensing the confidence. 
Um, I don't know if you're playing games here or what. Yeah, I'm just messing with you. Playing the mind games? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Whatever it is, it's working. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I got it's you. working. Got you on your toes? Yeah, you do. Here, have some free stuff. All right, it's a matchup with Moon Talk. Yeah, you better bring it. You're going to look like a complete buffoon. Oh, damn. Oil. Personal oil. attack, sir. What? I didn't say... I, I, oh, way to go, Moon. No, I said you better bring that it. Is, uh, <laughs> cool. You're going to feel... That's buffoon and, shaming and look as well. Like a buffoon. And you call me a baboon? I, that's that's cool, Moon. Uh, Real cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, up for grabs, we got uh, tickets for Wayback Point Fest. We got uh, Monday Night Raw tickets. And we have tickets for Jack White over at Chaffetz. All right, so Patrico's got the questions. Bring it. Bring, you better bring it like a baboon. We did the, uh, we did the coin flip uh, during the break. I have... Uh, chosen to receive the questions first since I won the coin flip. So, Patrico's going to ask me five questions, Moon, the same five questions. Whoever gets the most right, our respective teammates on the phone will win. Their choice of prizes. All right, so let's go to Jay and Redbud. Hello, Jay. Hey, what's going on, Riz? Happy birthday. Thanks, buddy. Uh, team Riz or Team Moon? I got to go with the Italians and Team Riz. Thank you, Jay. That's I hope good we choice. win. I hope we win. Hang on. All right, Jake. Good choice. Hey, yes. Jake. That's what they Thank you. You are Team Moon, okay? All right. Good choice. All right, hang on. He had no choice. <clears throat> All right, get yourself in isolation. No, there we go. Make sure it's loud. Is it loud? Is it loud? That's loud. You always play things loud. that I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Two, two skinny J's, 718. Two skinny J's? How about that? Jeez. All right, we all ready? Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Right, Moon, I believe, is in isolation. And here we go. Riz. Yes. Can't Stop the Feeling from Justin Timberlake was the title song for what movie? Uh, Can't Stop the Feeling. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was a movie that my kids uh, watched uh, a lot, actually. Uh, I'm going to say Despicable Me 3. Okay. I'm probably wrong, but... Who made the molded clay suits for the Ninja Turtles movies? The original ones? Mm-hmm. The, who made them? Yeah. Uh, Chinese kids with tiny hands. Tiny hands? Okay. Queen won an MTV Movie Award. For what movie? Queen Wayne's World. Which character in Shrek sings the song, I'm a Believer? Which character in Shrek? The donkey. What is the highest female voice type? The highest fe- female voice type? Like as far as singing. Uh, soprano. And the tiebreaker, what year was NSYNC's last album put out? 2001. Thank you, Riz. Well, oh boy. It's, it's, it's your turn, and... It's your turn. You <laughs> a lot of cool, a lot of cool. Oops, sorry. It is so your turn. You got oh wait, I, give me a second. A lot of cool stereo mixing with that. There's a ridiculous uh, lyric in there. That made me laugh. Good. Glad to hear it. I heard what, you chuckle. What was that? Two skinny J's. Two skinny J's. Seven one eight. Oh, you know, I saw them in Mississippi Nights in the nineties. Well, uh, that's fantastic. Or maybe it was the early two thousands. So neat. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Hello, Are you ready for me now? <clears throat> Jeff's got my headphones for the isolation. Right. You want those? I would. You pass I would like on. to. Here you go, buddy. Isolation currently. Yes. All right. All right. You ready? Hit it, Jeff. Hit it. Hit it with. Hit him with I something he's never heard before. Part. I love it. Yep. Oh. Moon. Yeah. Can't stop the feeling from Justin Timberlake was the title song for what movie? Can't stop the feeling. 
the title song? Um, Minions. That's not it. Who made the molded clay suits for the Ninja Turtles movies? Say it again. Who made the molded clay suits for the Ninja Turtles movies? Oh my god, I don't know. The molded? Oh, dude, I don't know. Queen won an MTV Movie Award for what movie? I'm going to go back. Mattel is my uh, answer for the last one, and Wayne's World is my answer for that one. Which character in Shrek sings the song, I'm a Believer? Uh, Donkey? What is the highest female voice type, like, when it comes to singing? Oh, um... Soprano... Alto... High alto. No, that's... High alto? High soprano. Crap! High alto. I don't know. The tiebreaker, what year was NSYNC's last album put out? Ooh. I'm gonna say... 2000. Thank you, Moon. Good? Yep. Ooh, that was tough. That was real tough. That was tough. I got, um... I got really thrown. I'm not confident, to be honest with you. I got really thrown, and I know there's a couple that are gonna be... All right, let's let's uh, let's get the results here. Here we go. I am playing for Jay. Moon is playing for Jake. Man, that here was a, that was a the rough results. round. Can't stop the feeling from Justin Timberlake was the title song for what movie? Riz, you said Despicable Me Three. Moon, you said Minions. The correct answer is Trolls. Uh, no, yeah, that's right. right. Oh, you're the, right. And my kids watched it all the time. I know, too. and I knew that I was off, but I couldn't. I just couldn't think me of too. it. That Who made good dark. guess though? I thought I was wrong when I heard your guess. Who made the molded clay suits for the Ninja Turtles movies? Riz, you said Chinese kids with tiny hands. <laughs> oh, come on. Moon, you said Mattel. The correct answer is Jim Henson. Oh. I thought that was like, there's that famous nah. picture with him Yeah, I was just thinking, suits. I was thinking of companies. Nah, I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't think of anything. Yeah. Queen won an MTV Movie Award for what movie? You both are correct. It's Wayne's World. Oh, oh you got it? Darn. Yeah, I did. Which I character did. in Shrek sings the song, I'm a Believer? You both said donkey. You both are correct. Oh. So we're yep. tied? It's tied up. What is the highest female voice type? You got this. Riz, you said soprano. No, you would think I, I should get Moon, this. Moon, you said high alto. The correct answer is soprano. Oh. 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 Whoa. Yeah, I'm embarrassed. That means I win. Yep. Oh, oh, on a, on a music die. thing, too. How, how shameful. No, he's still up uh, five. Oh. How shameful. And I was thinking high alto because yeah, my daughter's high alto. Let's uh, congratulate Jay over here. Hey, Jay! Hey, congrats. Go, man. Hey, Jay! We won! <sighs> you and me, what do you want? Uh, WWE tickets. We'll probably see each other there. Hell yeah. All right, Monday Night Raw, Monday, April 23rd. That's next Monday over at Scott Trade. See your favorite WWE superstars, including Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. Braun Strowman, now Brock Lesnar added. Tickets are on sale now. They start at just 20 bucks. Hang on one second, Jay. As as far as the... You're going to have a great time. As far as the tiebreaker question is concerned, what year was NSYNC's last album put out? Uh, Riz, you said 2001. Moon, you said 2000. Correct answer, 2001. Yeah. Dang. All right. Shoot. Another round to go. Hey, Chris. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, Team Moon or Team Riz? Oh, <clears throat> uh, let's go with Team Moon. Right. Yeah. That's a good choice. I hope you lose. That's not nice. Chad. <laughs> hey, good morning. Hey, Chad. Team Riz. That's a good choice. Awesome. That's what I was going to choose. Great. Thank you, Chad. Hang on. He's got a good positive <clears throat> mental attitude, that Chad. I always said that about Chad. Yeah. Didn't I? 
Chad's a positive guy. You always Chad always is a positive guy. Okay, I'm going to put myself in isolation now. You do that. Gosh darn it, the alto thing. My daughter's okay. going to scream at me. Okay, and let's begin. <clears throat> hey, Moon. Yeah, man. Confidence shattered. Go on. Which NHL team, who happens to be in the Eastern Conference, had oh. the worst record this past year? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Are the Panthers still a team? Yeah. Okay, we'll go Panthers. Okay. Is there a Southern Conference? It's East and West. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> Name the females in the Scooby-Doo gang. Name the females in the Scooby-Doo gang. Uh, Daphne and... <sighs> I don't know. Frida. <laughs> okay. Uh, what was Pearl Jam's second I'm gonna studio? I'm going to say Daphne and Susan. Susan. Which is wrong. What was uh, Pearl Jam's second studio album? Ooh, second studio album. <sighs> it, was, it was 10, the second one. Damn it. What's the more dissident on it? Uh, I'll say 10. That's wrong. In the movie Talladega Nights, Ricky Bobby sells his window for advertising. Tide. Boy, what? he sure likes Tide. Okay. What was the question? Sorry. I was going to say, what is the company? Wonder Bread, Fig Newtons, or Sprite? Oh, uh, <laughs> shoot. <laughs> Wonder Bread. Okay. <laughs> the day the music died is in reference to the death of three artists. Name two of them. Oh, God. Uh, uh, Buddy Holly and, uh, oh my gosh, not Chubby Checker. Um, Oh, dude, I'm just dying. I'm dying. I'm dying up here. Uh, Chubby Checker. He's gonna give you so much crap for taking forever. I don't, I don't care. Uh, Buddy Holly and oh my god, this is such an obvious one. It's not Chubby Checker, but I'll just say that. Okay. Uh, how many studio albums does Pearl Jam have? That is the tiebreaker question. Um, let's say studio. Albums, let's say fifteen. Thank you, Moon. Good. No, not good. Jesus, how long? Oh, shut up, Riz! You got the win already. I was, hey, I was such garbage. I literally, I literally just garbage. said, I go I, right before. I go, first of all, I have no, I have no idea if you're telling the truth. No, I go, no, I go. I, he's I, gonna I, give I, you so much crap for taking forever. I that was forever. I was hot garbage. Was hot that garbage. our Urban Dance Squad? I don't know. Yes. I just completely blanked. I knew you're a bit of a fan, right? You ever listen to uh, Urban Dance Squad? I don't know. It's really, it's really a precursor to Rage Against the Machine. You could tell. It's, that rage was yeah. definitely influenced by that group. I've heard yeah. that one song by them that sounds like it could be a rage song, and that's it. Oh, yeah. That's good. Urban Dance Squad. I recommend it. I was hot garbage just now, well, so... Why don't you take that hot garbage and get yourself Take a isolation? deep breath, answer one question right, and it's yours. First of all, I don't like that negative attitude. Okay. He doesn't. I okay, have it all the time, and he doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> all right, whenever he's... Uh, did you put it's, him in there? No, yeah. um, it's, it hasn't, it's not on yet. It's yours to lose, buddy. Pressure's on. There you go. That's the moon I like. <laughs> you good? That's the moon I like. A complete Thumbs douche. up. I don't know yet. The song just started. Okay. All right, ready? Yeah. Here we go. Riz, what NHL uh -huh. team, which happens to be an Eastern Conference team, had the worst record this past year? Uh, the Rangers. Actually, you know what? I'm going to say the Islanders. Now, actually, I'm going to change that back to the Rangers. Moon is still answering questions, apparently. Rangers. Name, name the <laughs> Name the females in the Scooby-Doo gang. 
Velma and uh, uh, Velma. Uh, and I don't know, Susan. I, it's gonna come to me. What was Pearl Jam's second studio album? Versus. In the movie Talladega Nights, Ricky Bobby sells his window for advertising. What is the company? Wonder Bread, Fig Newtons, or Sprite? Fig Newtons. The day the music died is in reference to the death of three artists. Name two of them. Uh, the Big Bopper and Richie Valens. And the tiebreaker question is, how many studio albums does Pearl Jam have? <sighs> Ten. Thank you, Riz. Mm. Boop! Boop! Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, it didn't take me that long. Good for you. I was terrible. Is that uh, was that uh, better than Ezra's first band? No. The hell was that? That was New World Spirits, an old local band. Oh. Yeah. Right. yeah better Jeff, than Ezra. So we have Jeff's headphones, his wireless headphones, and he puts. Uh, it's it, Jeff gets to play DJ for yeah. a couple minutes. He loves, he loves it. He loves it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so I am playing for Chad. Moon is playing for Chris. Here we go, the answers. All right, what Eastern Conference NHL team had the worst record this past year? Moon, you said the Florida Panthers. Riz, you said the Rangers, and then the Islanders, and then the Rangers. The correct answer is the Buffalo Sabres. Sabres. Name the females. We're tied. I feel great. I thought for sure it was more either... Rangers or, or Islanders? I really did. Name oh, the females. Sure this, this is insane, by the way. Get. Name the females in the Scooby Doo gang. Moon, you said Daphne and Susan. <laughs> Riz, you said Velma and Susan. Oh my god! The correct answer is Daphne and Velma. What is it with the Susan? That one gal with the haircut looks like a Susan. Mm. I was going to say Velma and Louise, but <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be kidding me with that. <laughs> What so, was Pearl? It's so far you both yeah, are wrong. Over two. Wrong. Uh, what was Pearl Jam's second studio album? Moon, you said ten. Yeah, it's wrong. That was their first. Riz, you said versus. You are correct. Versus. Right. Is that the one with Dissident and yeah, all that? Yeah, on it? Yeah, yeah. God dang it! I I knew that. I just couldn't think of the name. In the movie Talladega Nights, Ricky Bobby sells his window for advertising. <laughs> what is the company? Moon, you said Wonder Bread. Riz, you said Fig Newtons. The quote is, "This sure is inconvenient." But I do love Fig Newton. And finally, do you do that? I win? Do you do that when I get something right and you don't? Because that's not nice. I don't think he does. No, I only do it when I get. Yeah, he's got because I have control of the buttons. How cute! Uh, The day the music died is in reference (laughs) to the death. (laughs) The day the music died is in the uh, reference to the death of three artists. Name two of them. Moon, you said Buddy Holly and Chubby Checker. Riz, you said Big Bopper, Richie Valens. The, yeah, Richie The three Valens. are Buddy Holly, Big Bopper, Richie Valens. Hey! Hey, I win! Good for you, buddy. Uh, hey, Chad! Hey! Hey, we won! Hell yeah! All right, what do you want? Uh, Wayback Point Fest. All right, Wayback Point Fest happening on September the 3rd at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater featuring 311, The Offspring, Toadies, Buck Cherry, P.O.D., Lit, Alien Ant Farm, Gym Class Heroes, Sponge, and Modern Day Zero. Get lawn or select reserve tickets for just 21 bucks plus fees while supplies last, plus uh, no service fees at the box office this first week of sales. It's brought to you by your Mid-America Chevy dealers. Well, there you go. As far as the tiebreaker, how many studio albums does Pearl Jam have? Moon, you said 15. Riz, you said 10. Correct answer is 10. 
Good for you, man. I did all right, guys. I did all right. Four. So I've 18, cut it down to four. 18. Moon up, four. Yeah, cut it down to four. Listen. Coming back, baby. I'm coming back. It's the Rosito Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back, guys. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza on sale this weekend at All Straub's. Lena's Pizza, $5. At Straub's. All right, so Steven Spielberg, he hit a plateau. He hit a record. He hit a benchmark in life uh, with this new movie, with this uh, Ready Player One. And, oh, by the way, I just this was just announced yesterday. Are you guys familiar with the comic book or the comic Blackhawk by chance? No, I mean, I heard... World War II fighter pilot? No, I... I, I Maybe in passing heard it. So I guess that's going to be a movie that Steven Spielberg is going to be doing. And uh, I, I thought he said he was done with the big movies. Maybe after, maybe eh, one more. Because he's making a pretty good living at the thing. He recently became the first director to have made more than $10 billion at the box office worldwide. Box Office Mojo says that Ready Player One pushed him past this, I mean, amazing, amazing milestone. Most of the credit goes to, obviously, Jurassic Park, Indiana Jones franchises, E.T., Jaws, Lincoln, and obviously dozens, dozens more. So my question to you guys is, give me a top, let's say, three, if if that Man, makes it I'm easier. Hmm. I mean, so I think Close Encounters of the Third Kind is my number one. Number one I Spielberg movie. Love that movie. That's not even on my top twenty. Uh, E.T. Indiana Jones. Oh yeah. Which one? Which one though? Probably Last Crusade. Yeah. The first one is great. I love the first one. Last Crusade though with Sean Connery. I mean, maybe I've seen that one the most. I've definitely seen that one the most. Uh, I mean, I put like Minority Report up there. That's a great movie. Um. Jurassic Park I'd put up there. But number three for me has got to be An American Tale, Five Will Goes West. Yeah, that is true. That's uh... See, I prefer the first one to the sequel. <laughs> Jurassic Park, my number one, for sure. Oh, yeah. Followed by War of the Worlds. Oh, you and like War of the Worlds? I don't like that that much. Loved it. Love that movie. And then one that I know is going to be my number three, which will probably be on nobody's top 30 list. But I've talked about how much I love this movie in the past. Tom Hanks, The Terminal. Oh, uh, yeah. How about... Uh, one of my favorite movies of all time. And I like Saving Private Ryan's up there. Oh, that's a good one. I like the first Jaws, and I like the first Indiana Jones. Those are, those are the ones for me. I also wrote down Munich and Catch Me If You Can. He's Goonies? Yeah, he's he's the Goonies, well, too. He didn't... Do, no, Richard Donner directed Goonies. He was like yeah, a he producer. Yeah, he produced a lot of those. Well, I mean, are we just talking just directing, or are we talking... Pro- I mean, I, I, I typed in Steven direct. Spielberg movies. Yeah, yeah, directing and producing and, and writing and all that. I just... I filtered it by directing only. Uh, and he did E.T., yeah? Yeah, and I'd like E.T. and I'll love E.T. I'm beyond I'm I'm be honest, okay? Oh man, I gotta I gotta I gotta change one. I'm taking off War of the Worlds. Hook. Oh yeah, he did hook. Hook's on there. Hook's number two for me. He directed Hook? Yep. Jurassic Park, Hook, The Terminal. Wow, what a what a really bad group of movers, Tone. But I, that's that's my list. I'm sticking to it. Jurassic World? Jurassic Park. Oh. Hook the Terminal. What about you, Moon? I don't know. I guess Jurassic Park, E.T., and Last Crusade. 
Uh, AI, artificial intelligence, anyone? No? Not a, not a, not a good movie Jude, for him? Jude Law and uh, the, kid, the, the kid. Haley Joel kid. Ooh, man. I think... Ah, I don't want to say I don't want to say it right now, but I think I think the terminal may be my my number one favorite movie. Nobody Jaws, nobody. Uh, He's in Jaws. I was Jaws. Yeah, oh, you were Jaws. Jaws and- list. I've actually never seen it in its in its entirety. I'm the same way. Never seen oh, it. The boy, full that's, movie. That a, that's a tough one. Yeah, that is. You got to dig in movie. for that one. Uh, a couple of young stars of last summer's blockbuster movie, uh, It. Obviously, they're doing another one. Big payday's coming even for the kids, even though they're really not going to be in the movie a whole heck of a lot, supposedly, according to, their, to the contracts. Uh, Jaden Lieberher, who plays young Bill, $100,000 for the first film, plus $35,000 box office bonus. And then Sophia Lillis, who played Beverly, $65,000 for her role. The upcoming sequel, both of them will get more than double of their pay, $250,000 with another $70,000 bonus for each of them. Uh, Sophia's getting $150,000, by the way, and a $70,000 bonus. Huge, especially, like I said, the second installment. They're not going to be in there a whole heck of a lot, so they're getting a huge pay raise and not even going to have to work quite as much either, so good for them. Hey, did we mention the Close Encounters? Yeah, that's my number one. one. Okay, yeah, I got a bunch of people texting me saying... That is number one by far. Yeah, I, when, whenever I have mashed potatoes at home, i got to make the tower. Mm. So fun. Like, see, I need I, to see that again. I, I don't remember a single second oh, of that movie. Is Richard that the one? Where, is that the one where he's sitting at the ra- railroad crossing? Or wherever he's at the intersection? That's at the beginning of the movie when the alien comes down. Yeah, that's all I remember from that movie. That's the only thing I can think of about that movie. That's oh, it. What a good movie that is. If I said to everybody, hey, man, Riz is coming out with his own alcoholic beverage. Okay. What would it be? Would it be tequila? Would it be a vodka? Would it ah. be a beer? It'd be a Manhattan. Whatever whatever the ingredients are to make a Manhattan. I've, uh, I've been drinking Manhattans, and I've, I've been drinking martinis again. Uh, but maybe maybe a, a, a bourbon. A bourbon? All right. Tones, what about you? For me, it'd be yeah. a vodka. It'd be a vodka? What about yeah. you? I'd probably do a whiskey. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I'd Old Patrigo would be a beer for sure. Right. Yeah. New New Patrigo yeah, vodka. I, I would. I'd say beer. Although a, a good, like a sipping whiskey is a is a always a really good idea. If it's a good, I'm sorry, not whiskey, tequila. Sorry, like a sipping tequila, if, a really good one. If you want to make money, like if somebody says, "Hey, put out a drink," people are going to buy it. Uh, I'm doing a whiskey. Yeah. I'm doing a good, smooth sipping whiskey. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is coming out with his own uh, tequila, and it's going to be called Mana, M-A-N-A. He's filed the documents to take that word. He has that word, and he's going to be labeling it. He's going to be putting it on the bottles, and he loves the stuff, and it's part of his heritage. So that's what he's coming out with. Doesn't say exactly when and where it's happening. He's Mexican? uh, He's Polynesian is what it says here. He should have teamed up with P. Diddy and and got together with the Ciroc people. Rocks, Ciroc. Well, yes, I thought he was Polynesian. I, I yeah. didn't know they made tequila. There. Well, no, the, I'm sorry. The word manna is okay. is the, not huh. tequila. I tequila sorry. can only come from a certain you know, the, region the, of Mexico. The Bible kind of had that one first, but... <laughs> That's a good point. I think that actually directly translates to what is it? Manna? manna? Yeah, because that's, uh, that's what was left for the, the desert by God when they would wake up and, and needed food, you know, during the exile, I believe. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was manna. Which is like a, it's understood to be like a bread of some sort. Yeah, okay. Uh, nominees go. for this year's Billboard Music ah, Award cool. were wow. announced. That's really neat. 
I know, I'm full of it, but not when it matters, apparently. I don't know what year this is, but the Billboard Music Awards just were announced. Ed Sheeran uh, got some uh, some nominations, also Bruno Mars, and Pulitzer Prize winner Kendrick Lamar. They are leading uh, uh, the nominations with 15 each. They're up against, obviously, Drake, obviously, Taylor Swift. They only have five nominations. She only has five nominations. Drake has nine. Post Malone, uh, 12. Imagine Dragons has 10 nominations. And Bieber and Cardi B each have eight on that one. And you know what? This is kind of a cool story. Oh, I thought you. Sorry, I thought you were yelling at me to, to stop there. Drake has a number one hit with his no, latest. I wasn't. What? No, him over there, Patrico, uh, for the song "Nice for What." Have you guys heard this song? Turn down for what? No, <laughs> "Nice for What." It's the follow up to "Turn Down for What." This is the new Drake single that is number one. All right. Here we go. This is my fight song. <laughs> Take back my life song. Drake? Yeah, this is New Drake. A lot of people say that it, it's a nod to Rachel Platten the, the loves fight the song. show. Oh, yeah. Who loves the show? <laughs> All right. It's labeled nice for what right, over there. Is what this it's, is, uh, uh, it's how it's labeled. Drake. Yeah. There we go. Drake. Everybody get your roll on. This is new. This is his latest single. It's number one, giving him his 25th Hot 100 Top 10, which ties him with Elvis on the all-time list for solo males. Who's number one with the most Hot 100 Top 10s with 29? You said men? Yes. I didn't say men technically, I said males, but yes. That's... I like We're trying to have a conversation. He's just tooting over there. That's the new 808. He's just dropping piggies <laughs> left and right. <laughs> it's the piggy What was your question again? So it ties him for, with uh, Elvis Presley for an all-time list for solo males with, uh-huh. 20, uh, with uh, 25 of them. Elvis. Number one. It's Elvis. It's not Elvis. With 29 of them. <laughs> Michael Jackson. He's living in the same spot as Elvis, yes. <laughs> Michael Jackson with 29 of them. Michael Jackson. Yes. I knew you would know it. And then with 28 is Stevie Wonder, and Elton John has 27. What about Elvis, though? Nope. Not no. on the list. Sorry. Come on, man. Uh, Usher, I, man, I know he's a victim here. I know it, I know it, I know it. But he is the latest victim of the celebrity break-ins. Thieves stole about... $820,000 in jewelry and cash from his house. Ah, sucks. And his estranged wife, Grace, reported uh, that the house had been broken into after she learned of the incident from a housekeeper March 29th. Housekeeper reportedly told uh, the wife that she, quote, discovered a footprint on the second floor and a handprint on the pillow in the lower uh, floor, and then the curtains to the lower floor window were open. She went to look at the security footage to check if anyone had been seen and noticed that the recording box was missing and the connecting wires were cut. She arrived at the house, which is currently on the market to sell, by the way, because of the impending uh, divorce. And she confirmed some of Usher's jewelry had been stolen, as well as 20 grand in cash just laying around the house. Did they talk about the curtains matching the drapes? Let me re-see. Not mentioned in there. You got yourself there. <laughs> She's really losing it over there. Say something. I can't. <laughs> Lost is the fact that he just had $20,000 in cash laying around. 
Uh, they stole six watches. Most expensive <laughs> one was a watch that is valued at two hundred and twenty thousand dollars. And that rose gold Jesus necklace I gave him just laying around, that's worth two hundred thousand dollars, and that's gone as well. That's the fact that you just have that like on your dresser is nuts. Twenty grand? Or a two hundred thousand dollar necklace. Two hundred thousand dollars. Just laying uh, around. You don't keep that out. in a box? <laughs> Does anybody I mean, else think it's toss it in a drawer? Lock maybe. on it. Anybody else think it's weird that the ex-wife is, is the one who found out and the recording stuff is all cut and all that kind of stuff? Are you saying it's sounds, a conspiracy? I'm saying it's an inside job. Uh, Corey Feldman has himself a handful of bodyguards now, and he is in, still in fear of his life. Remember, he says he was stabbed recently, and he still isn't sure what was stabbed or what he was stabbed with, or if it had a substance on it or not. You remember how he said, "Ooh, I could have been poisoned yeah, it was or like something." A puncture. It's like yeah. a puncture mark. Yes, he had tests done, but he says there is a small chance that he may soon die. You know, we're probably fine, but there's a 5% chance that it could have been something with poison on it. Understood, you know, yeah. which obviously would be a smart way to get somebody. 5% chance, huh? Yeah, and will you exhale, please? <laughs> it just, I'm telling you, every time he talks now, it sounds like he takes a huge drag of a cigarette and goes, there's like a 5% chance that I could die. I'm not out No, also, have you guys seen this video by chance? Of him talking. No, but now no. I need to hear him talking. You know, we're probably fine, but there's a 5%, yeah, 5% chance, chance that it could have been something with poison on it. Understood, you know, yeah. which obviously would be a smart way to get somebody because you feel yeah. fine, right? I feel yeah, fine. Yeah, so it could be five months from now, and all of a sudden I could just start feeling terrible, and then I could just get sick and die. Yeah, yeah, no, and that's no. A, it's, 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 it's a small percentage yeah, of chance, percentage. but it is a You've got to say that 5% number. Yeah, so I said 5%. First of all, he's talked like that forever. And secondly, when you hear him and you don't see him, do you not think of Donatella? Yes, a little bit. But on all I think about now, I think it's gotten worse. All I think about now is like my buddy Derek in high school, who you know when he when we were at a party and he would take a hit, you know, out of out of out of his one hitter and go. Yeah, man, I'm just not exactly sure what's going on. It's <laughs> a perfect time to have a conversation. Five percent chance. You go, you go, yeah, man. Just wait for him. Go. Yeah, man, it's all good. And the other thing is, I would like you to play that audio just real quick. You don't have to listen to the whole thing, but just imagine what he's wearing. Just think about, okay, here's Corey Feldman. He's out on the street. He just was at some premiere. He's got to be dressed like Michael Jackson. And he- <laughs> I was going to say, white suit, white top hat. And no, but he's not, I mean, you're you're both kind of right. It's a thriller era Michael Jackson. You know, we're probably fine, but there's a 5% chance 5%. that it could have been something with poison chance. on it. Understood. You know, which obviously would be What is he wearing? Uh, he is wearing gold lame with the shoulders. Oh, my God. Look at that. That's he's, Michael Jackson. He's, that, that is. Who a, did not picture him looking like that? That is a Michael wow. Jackson. Remember the Times era. <laughs> <laughs> and he obviously he does remember the Times because we cannot Look, forget. Is that is, that's the going out gear. <laughs> what are you doing? He needs a no man. And those are bodyguards on either side of him. He needs a no guy. Like you gonna go out in that? Yeah. Hey Michael. No. Hey Michael, let's pull it back to Corey. No, <laughs> it's easy, Corey. No, yeah. All he, had, all he has to do is face. You know what? Let's make us that no guy. Just Facetime us before you're gonna leave the house and just go, eh? And we'll just go. Nope. Uh-uh. No. No. You're not. You're let's not leaving the, the house. T-shirt like and that, jeans. Corey. No, but you're not even looking. <laughs> no, just no. March right upstairs and change. Yeah, just once a day. Just call him and go. No, not that. And you don't even know what he's gonna be wearing. What you are you just doing today, Corey? Just don't do it. it. Uh, Whatever you're doing, just don't. (laughs) 
Uh, the Offspring come in for Wayback Point Fest September 3rd, and their 10th studio album is more... Well, it's it's going to be coming, believe it or not, this fall. They have about 10 songs done, a few more that just need lyrics. And their last studio effort, Days Gone By, came out in 2012. Band issued a single, Coming For You, in, what, 2015. Second new offspring track called Sharknado, if you remember that one. Mm-hmm. That one was 2016 on the soundtrack to the movie Sharknado, The Fourth Awakens. So new music from the offspring coming, which is kind of cool. Uh, Danielle Bregoli, the um, Catch Me Outside girl. Mm-hmm. I She just doesn't go away. She is exploring now her TV options. She has signed a new deal with a production company, a docu-series about her music career, and there's that's not even in quotes. She recently signed that deal with a production company, Invent TV, planning to produce and shop a pilot to major cable networks. She actually signed on to a reality show not too long ago, and then she bailed on it because she wanted to pursue her music career. Check, Which is apparently going decently. It's check going mark well for her. Yeah, check mark there. Two songs have made their way onto the Billboard Hot 100 chart. I mean, that uh, hot ish went gold, believe it or not. And now she's Damn. doing a tour. She is doing a tour, and they're going to be filming this TV show. The first one, the pilot, uh, was on Saturday at her first show in Santa Ana, California, and it was sold out. I don't know how many how many seats there were, but it was sold out. Uh, on TV tonight, NBC has The Voice. Crappy birthdays, Rose Huntington-Whiteley, she is 31, uh, Kourtney Kardashian, 39, Melissa Joan Hart, 42, Conan O'Brien is 55, uh, comedian Jeff Dunham, the ventriloquist, is 56, Eric Roberts is 62, James Woods is 71, and today's Burton birthday of the day, tons of movies for this guy, Ghostbusters, Spaceballs, Little Giants, Flintstones, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids franchise, he retired from acting when his wife died of cancer so he could focus on being a dad, Rick Moranis, 65 years young. <laughs> today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet is temptress. And today's birthday, girls, when used more than the hand sanitizer at a germaphobe convention in 235 films, including Secret Agent 69, Welcome to the Cat House, I Know Who You Did Last Summer, Allison Chained, Psycho Biker Sluts from Hell, and who can forget her unforgettable role in every type of sex that your parents never taught you about? <laughs> Temptress, 41 years old. That's your porno birthday, crabby birthday. And that is your crap on celebrities. I know, yeah. You have this piece of audio here in the uh, in the folder, Jeff. 35 years ago today, something <sighs> launched on TV. Yeah. 35 years ago today, the Disney Channel launched on TV. And this is what the launch, this is the first thing that played on the Disney Channel. 35 years ago today. 10, 9, 8, 7, 8, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, they it was the countdown, and then three weeks of silence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, that's been around actually longer than Fox, the network Fox. Yeah. Yeah, believe it. And that was uh, a bunch of different, actually, celebrities at the time doing that countdown, which mm-hmm. I thought was pretty cool. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, 35, 35 years, years ago today. Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. You're right, man. Now they own everything. Now they Crazy. own everything. The Rizzuto Show. Well, let me tell you about some events coming up. Uh, tomorrow, Moon is at the Sunshine Daydream in the Loop from 3 to 5. 
Friday, uh, I am at the Sunshine Daydream in South County from 3 to 5. Saturday, Patrico Custom Sounds in South County, noon to 2. Also out there Sunday, noon to 2. And uh, Saturday, I'm out in Fairview Heights at the Sunshine Daydream from 3 to 5. And you know we got tickets at all of those events. whole bunch of stuff to get Tomorrow's out. a big Point Fest ticket blast. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by... Club Fitness. Once again, guys. I always say it. The notorious B.I.G. He was a prophet. Way ahead of his time. Mo money does mean mo problems, guys. He said it way back when. And according to a new study, the higher your salary, the more stressed you are. 68% 68% of people making over 200 grand a year have high stress versus less than half of people who are making under 100 grand. And the study also found the sweet spot is making between 50 grand and 75 grand as far as stress goes. You know what I think it is too? At least the people that I know that make over 200 grand is, you know, usually it's fairly gradual and it comes with a lifestyle change. Mm-hmm. And the pressure to keep up, to maintain that lifestyle, the, lifestyle? the fear of losing that becomes, I mean, essentially manifests as stress. That, sure. that That's what I've seen. I totally see that. Yeah. I think, I think it's, they make that money because they have a stressful position. Not necessarily because they have that much money. I don't, I mean, they're more yeah, stressed. Maybe, maybe but, but I, but I think. It's a I, lifestyle I think, maintenance too. For sure. That would agree. <clears throat> and by the way, the, the sweet spot between fifty and seventy grand, uh, seventy-five grand, those people who make that, they do have the lowest rates of stress and the highest job satisfaction. Hmm. So, listen, those are the numbers. Believe what you want. Maybe you're uh, a rich, happy person. Good for you. Now there are a lot of insecure people who are gonna gonna have to rethink their entire photo strategy. Because according to a new study, not smiling doesn't make people think you look cooler. It actually makes them think you're less cool. And the researchers found that when someone didn't smile in a photo, the main way other people describe them as cold, which obviously is a lot different than cool. The smile, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a smiler in photos. There is something that's off when somebody doesn't smile. You go, come on, man, what's wrong? Especially most of the time, we're all, you know, there's four or five people what's in a photo man? at once. Let's see those pearly whites. The video game Fortnite is... Awesome. I mean, it's awesome. It's gotten huge over the past couple months. Apparently, my son was telling me this. There's supposed to be some kind of big event happening in Fortnite uh, within the next couple of days. No the, kidding. Yeah, I think it's the... Some kind of meteor is supposed to hit the map. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, so, oh, really? Like yeah. in-game? Oh, I thought you meant like a convention. No, or an in-game kind of thing happening. Cool. Look that up. Some kind of meteor. See, I was told that they were getting rid of the building or something. That which would be would, amazing. It would be amazing for us, but the, the, the lovers of the game, you know, the purists would be super bummed. Because that's what, that's so what distinguishes the, game, the pros from the ams. If you play in the game and you look up in the sky, it looks like there's a meteor that's going to hit the map. Oh, but it doesn't hit the map? It's just Not a, yet. It's going to. Okay, so first an aesthetic change, and then all hell breaks loose. Something's happening, guys. It's a cool game, man. And and this happened in my house. Delayed. 
Oh, yeah, delayed? Meteor event delayed. Ah. Huh. So we go through this problem in my house. Like, my son will be down playing Fortnite. I'm like, Sam, come up for dinner. And, you know, you got to wait for the kid. I'm going to go down there and unplug it. He's trying to get his chicken dinner down there in the game. That's what they call the win. Down in the basement. No, no, I'm saying that's what they call the win. I came in second once. Oh, so close. So close. When you win, it's winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah, I've never won. So this might be the most extreme example of Fortnite lunacy so far. So a kid in Greensboro, North Carolina, his name is Anton Williams. He was in the middle of a game on Sunday when a tornado ripped through his neighborhood. And officials say it was a strong EF2. Now, I don't, I don't know this kid's age, but he looks like he's in his late teens. So an EF2 rolls through his neighborhood. And he says he started to hear a lot of noise outside, looked out a window, and saw his neighbor's roofs being ripped off. And despite that, he still sat back down and tried to finish his game. Apparently, he was playing a uh, Battle Royale version against other people online. And he told the local news there were only a couple players left, so that's why it didn't stop. He eventually saw the power lines around his house start to come down. So at that point, he got his sister or nephew into a bathroom where it would be safer. But even then, he says his mind was still in the game. And I don't know if he was still playing at that point, but they do have a phone version now, so that's possible. Luckily, he and his family would be all right, but their house was damaged. And their neighbor's house got lifted up off its foundation, so it's even it's even in worse shape. But this kid sat and just kept on playing. Here he is. I was sitting at home, and I was playing Fortnite. And all of a sudden, I just hear a bunch of noise. And I look out the window, and I start seeing the roof come off the houses in front of me. Uh-huh. But then I sit back down because I only playing. got like, a couple people left in my game. I was going to try to finish the game. Dang. Then it just started getting worse. And then I start seeing the power lines come down. So I heard my, told my sister and my nephew to come to the bathroom so everything would be okay. I really didn't hear anything, but I really did hear when the roof start coming off the like the side of the house, and then when the truck flipped, then I heard that. You know, I somebody, bet you you heard it when this guy died, and he was like, "Damn it!" As somebody yeah. who's played the game, <laughs> I don't blame him. <laughs> I don't blame him. And uh, finally, speaking of dumb teenagers, uh, a guy named Sean Gibson. He's a teenager. He loves KFC gravy so much that he'd like to bathe in it. And he's asking for your help. Sorry. Who's that, Jeff? <laughs> that was me going, are you kidding me? <laughs> he uh, he recently started an online fundraising campaign to raise approximately 680 bucks so he could buy enough gravy to fill his bathtub. Quote, I bloody love KFC gravy, and it would, pleasure, uh, it, would, it would be a pleasure of not just mine, but also other lovers to see such a feat. And he wrote that on his GoFundMe page. And I didn't check yesterday, but as of Tuesday morning, he'd raised exactly zero dollars. <laughs> so I don't know how the fundraiser is going now, but it's got to be better than zero. Bathing in KFC gravy? Yep. Uh, whatever 300 pounds is. Oh, so he's, he's got money. Pounds, 300 pounds of dollars. <laughs> he's uh, 427 he's bucks. Almost there. Nice. That's almost there, man. More than halfway there. Started GoFundMe for some potatoes and get together with them. <laughs> <laughs> and that is your news. Brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts America. Runs on Dunkin'. The Rizzuto Show.
Sports. All right, here's Patrico with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Your sports brought to you by Gateway Motorsports Park. The 2018 racing season is going to be bigger, better, and faster. It was cold up at Chicago, but the Cardinals picked up a win at Wrigley, beating the Cubs 5-3. to uh, Paul DeYoung hit his fifth homer of the year. Adam Wainwright picked up his first win of the year. Two teams are back at it this afternoon at Wrigley. Is it a little day baseball? Uh, nope, it's canceled. <laughs> they say bad weather has uh, postponed the game. It's the fifth, oh, the fifth rain out up at Wrigley I mean, already. guacamole. What am I going to do with all the hummus? Is it is it rain? Is that what it is? It's just raining? It, it's, it's not, it's it's said, not it said cold, we, huh? It said weather has postponed. Uh, yeah, because I, I mean, mean, yesterday it was like upper 20s during yeah. game time. It was re- the, amount of, the amount of Cardinals players that when they were on the field looked like Spider-Man walking around because <laughs> they had the full face mask thing with just their eyes. It was, it was funny. Uh, the NHL playoffs continued yesterday. The Washington Capitals beat the Blue Jackets 3-2 to in double overtime. Blue Jackets lead that game, uh, that series two games to one. The Jets beat the Wild 2 to nothing. The Jets are up 3-1 to one in that series. And the Vegas Golden Knights, they beat the Kings 1-0. to nothing. They sweep that series four games to none. Uh, this is kind of breaking right now. Uh, former uh, WWE wrestler, WWE Hall of Famer, Bruno Sammartino, one of the original, the OG guys. He has records upon records as far as how long... He held championship belts and stuff. He has died at the age of 82. Oh, 82. So, and it doesn't say like if he was sick well, or anything. Well, that's when I'm looking at pictures. That's when wrestlers were hairy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's when... Like, that's they, when didn't, they didn't care. Back hair, all good. Yeah. The more, the, the more, the more menacing. <laughs> that's when... So, I don't know if you remember, but like wrestling back then would sell out arenas. Then it kind of dipped, and then it picked back up. Yeah. And now it's huge again. But this is when, you know... Now it's a lot of kids that go. This is when, like, men would go to oh, yeah. and sell out arenas. So, bummer there, 82 years Yeah, a lot of back old. hair on... Uh, <laughs> that, yes, that is true. No doubt Italian. That, very <laughs> true as well. Uh, finally here, uh, we mentioned this earlier, but after striking out with Peyton Manning, they wanted him to be the Monday Night Football guy. Uh, it looked like Brett Favre was going to get it. Everybody was stoked. They brought him in for an audition. Brett Favre even tweeted out and said, hey, I felt really good about everything. And then ESPN, they've declined to comment, and they said he is no longer up for consideration for mm-hmm. the position. So... Looks like he dropped the ball. I wonder what happened. I wonder uh, if it was a money. Maybe it was a money thing. I'm not 100% sure. Or maybe it was just a not good thing. Not everybody's a good broadcaster. Yeah. What? Uh, now the uh, the rumor has it that it might be Booger McFarland mm. who will take his spot. What but again, name. ESPN has uh, declined to comment on the whole situation. You know, I'm thinking, we were talking about Booger McFarland before. He sounds like a guy that'd be like a, like a tire changer on a NASCAR team. Yeah. Yeah. But he's a, he's a black gentleman. Yeah. You would you would think, or or like he would be, like I said, uh, an old school college football coach. You yeah, know, like, I'd, like Jim to, Bob I'd like to announce my retirement from NASCAR after all these years, and my right hand mechanic Booger McFarland been <laughs> with me the entire time. <laughs> and, and but, I'd like to thank him for his loyalty. And when up in the booth, they would sit there and they'd go, you know, when you got a guy like Booger McFarland on your team, you know that you're going to have one hell of a race. Boog is the guy that, uh-huh. uh, and they call him Boog. Yeah, Boog yeah. is the guy who, I mean, he gets you going. Yeah. When you're not going. He gets you going. Bug and his brother Bud and his cousin Chipper. Yeah, Bug, Bug McFarlane. Bug's only had eight fingers since 72. But you know what? Still Bug, in the pit hey, every day. Bug. Here's the deal. Bug will get you in and out of the pit, but Bug will also pick you up when you're down. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you might hear him on Monday Night Football. Booger smokes Marlboro Reds. Oh, my sure. God. Yeah. And he pulls the filter off. Yep. 
Uh, finally, <laughs> NBA playoffs uh, results from yesterday's uh, first-round playoff action. Raptors, they beat the Wizards. Uh, they lead that series two games to none. Celtics beat the Bucks. They're up two games to none in that. And also up two games to none. The New Orleans Pelicans, who beat the Trailblazers, 111-102. I'm Patrico. That's your sports. And boom goes the dynamite. There is Udo Show. Headline who? All right, let's go to Port St. Lucie, Florida, where a 54-year-old guy named Daryl Lee Campbell pulled over around 3 a.m. last Thursday when a cop saw him swerving around the highway in his pick-em-up truck. And when the cop pulled him over, he found Daryl only in his skippies, only in his underwear. Which happened to be, guys, funny novelty boxers that said drunk. Breathalyzer test, blow here, with arrows pointing oh. at his junk. <laughs> if you wear that, don't you just, aren't you just assuming you will get arrested in just your underwear eventually? <laughs> he got or else the message is you know, lost, you know? Those, those are boxes you pick up at Spencer's. Yeah. And that's some quality irony right there, since it turned out Daryl was driving drunk, although he refused to take any sobriety test, so he didn't take any breathalyzer test, real or double entendre style. Cops think he was probably out hunting for prostitutes, since they also found a penis ring, a bunch of condoms, and a pair of binoculars in the front seat. Maybe that's his new hobby, like instead of bird watching, <laughs> hooker watching. There's a $20 one right over there. <laughs> Ooh, look at this, a very rare $5 hooker. <laughs> you don't see, hey Booker, check this out. <laughs> Uh, he's facing a misdemeanor DUI charge. Say go from Port St. Lucie, Florida, Daryl Lee Campbell. You are today's headline who. You hear Daryl got arrested? Yeah, who did it? Officer Bug. Officer Damn it. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. All right, we are done. Hello, Donnie. Good morning, sirs. I see you making uh, some notes, some final notes for the show today. I was doing a little doodling, actually. I see you're making some notes for the show. Yep, stick figure with a sideways hat. Uh, right, okay. right, right, absolutely. I was so. to make you sound, you know. Hey, hey man, just being honest, Look at man. This guy doing his doing his work. Yeah. Doing never, work in the studio. Never stops prepping. <laughs> That's what they call him, Donnie Preps uh, Fandango. <laughs> what do you got coming up? Uh, give you uh, your chance to uh, go to Monday Night Raw on Monday night. Also, we'll talk a little uh, cards baseball. We've got our first battle at Bush coming up on Tuesday. Or, yeah, coming up on Tuesday. And, uh, man, I tell you what, every time I play this song from Ghost uh, called Rats, this new track, people just love it. So we'll do it's that awesome. sometime oh, yeah. as well. It yeah, is awesome. It is so in. good. It is, And I've never been super into that band Same and the way. whole thing. But, Same man, this way. song is, is really great. People seem to be reacting to it. Right. So Donnie Preps Fandango up next. <laughs> Uh, big thanks to King Scott in there. Thank you, King Scott, for the blog and the podcast. Check out over there, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Moon, what do we got? The higher your salary, the more stressed you are. It's a fact, apparently. A guy busted for drunk driving in his underwear that says, breathalyzer blow here. We had an Indiana woman that took her uh, her pet raccoon that was stoned to firefighters to seek uh, treatment. Uh, Six Flags St. Louis announced a pay boost before a job fair and some other info on there, so you can get that uh, that skinny. And then the uh, Orgy World Record attempt set to go down in Vegas. You can get all the details. Mm-hmm. 1057thepoint.com slash oh boy. Right there. <laughs> mm. Mm. Anything going on June 2nd? <laughs> 
You want to hang? <laughs> I was just sort of kind of thinking of like sort of the uh, the 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 scope of what you guys have up there on the blog. You know oh, what I'm saying? That's, that's, just, that's, that's just the top of it. There's a lot swath of things. Hey, STL, if you need a orange DJ, I'm available too. So we covered know. a lot today, a lot. <laughs> Patrico video of the day. Uh, video theme continues. Uh, Ric Flair was recently on Jimmy Fallon with uh, Offset and Migos doing their song. It's ridiculous. Nope. See it for yourself. 1057thepoint.com slash I guess is up there. All right. Uh, tomorrow, John Patrico's here. Craigslist Freak of the Week. Three red yeah. hats for you. Oh, yeah. And we leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day shouting out Stephanie Rocha one more time. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Stephanie. You've been great. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.